Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or, perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries. And we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Heidelin cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter or elusir of the coyote totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull or outsiders who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. And hello, everybody. Hello. I dropped my keyboard right at the end of that. So that'll be <laughs> Good job. that'll be perfect in there. Very proud. Yeah. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Atlarn Adventuring Company. I'm your DM, Taylor Wallace. And joining me, I have Alicia Kelly. Hello. And Blake Wolf. It me. <laughs> That's a Indeed. <laughs> But uh, hello, welcome. How's everybody Hi. doing in this endless uh, year? Oh, you know, you know it's actually, it's weirdly enough, it's coming to an end. It is. Because <sighs> thanks, the, the giving of the turkey the giving is, of the is not far away. The fake the made up, the fake made up holiday yeah. that was, you know, made up to help families during World War Two. World War One is that what happened? Yeah, Thanksgiving isn't real. Yeah, it was like. Well, I know it's not real. Yeah, like, it was none like. Of, so none the, of this is real. <laughs> I think there were some stories about like. There's probably a story that fed it from the settlers at Jamestown and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the actual holiday wasn't created until either World War One or World War Two, and they did it as a way to create family time for those people yeah. and to have like an extra day off or something because everybody was like upset because there was a war on. Mm. I know that was kind of the same deal Sounds with Christmas. Sounds like white people. Yeah. That's kind of the same deal with Christmas. Like, for one, the, a Christmas carol, like, really kicked Christmas off, but then, like, yeah, yeah right after... Dickens. Yeah, like right after World War II, like everyone was like, commercialism, capitalism, yeah. let's go. But you know what really presents. kicked off Christmas? Yule. A Muppets Christmas carol. It's oh. true. It's true. Didn't care about it was Christmas Kermit. until that came Right. Out. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. Yes. <laughs> la la la. la, la. <laughs> or like Miss Piggy, one. she's like, Belinda. Belinda. <laughs> I promise. I'm Bettina. <laughs> I'm Bettina. Whatever. I promised on Twitter that I was not going to get mad at anybody for starting to celebrate <laughs> Christmas early. Holy. <laughs> 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 but God damn it. I'm like One Christmas movie I love that. It's Jim so Carrey's good. Grinch. I like Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, Jim Carrey's Grinch is good. good too. That's yeah. a good yeah. Oh Any my god, movie, Jim like, Carrey's Grinch is a fucking Oh my god. Isn't this antique darling? It's handcrafted it's and over 100 years old. Years old. <laughs> oh, I'm really impressed. <laughs> God, they had such a wonderful cast for that movie. Christine Baranski so is good. fucking oh, legend. Oh, she is. Oh, oh. my God. Whew. Legend. 
Well, hello, everybody. Apparently, oh. it's officially Christmas season yeah. now. P.S. Oh, Michael Caine is a terrible singer. Oh, yeah, he's not good. Okay. <laughs> this is really what? bad. Michael Caine is the Grinch in, in The, the Muppets. Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or oh, he's, Michael he's he Scrooge, the not the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> he was in The Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, only, there's a reason he only sang like one song. Yeah, well. Actually, I, I do have a favorite Christmas movie that's not Nightmare Before Christmas. It's the <gasps> Jim Carrey oh. animated uh, fucking uh, The Story of Scrooge, whatever that one's called. Oh, oh Christmas Carol, the, yeah, yes. yeah. The Charles Dickens one. Yeah, yeah, the actual Charles Dickens one. The, Not yeah. the Muppet CGI version of Charles one Dickens. Where he played the CGI one where he played like all the characters. Or yeah. yeah. I love that one. I you know what other one? one you know what other one's really good? I haven't seen that Jim Carrey one, but uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I know you don't like it, Alicia. Okay, I'm going to be the only one here, but like that movie has so much like probably really un PC shit in it, but God, it's just so ridiculously funny. Every year, Corey and Harris make me watch it. Uh, it's part of our Christmas tradition, is that we have to. It is my Christmas tradition. P.S. Look at my Togepi. Uh, <laughs> you can't see it's too nice bright band-aids. but i don't have any. buy yourself some kids band-aids they the best i'll buy the game grumps ones yeah i saw that and came out those those are so stupid like i get it i get it but no <laughs> <laughs> like make money where you can but come yeah. on guys i love it i love anyway, it this is a D show yeah it is Welcome Not to the Atlarn Adventuring Company, where we talk about Christmas movies for ten minutes before we In start November. the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh I mean, Are we it's not have like a Christmas episode. It's not like know. there's any good Thanksgiving movies. It when is Christmas this year? Mar- December twenty fifth. No, when is it? What day? <laughs> I think it's actually uh, it's a uh, it's a Wednesday. Oh, oh that's November. That I'm Friday. sorry, yeah. it's a Friday. I was Friday? looking at the wrong calendar. We could have a day after Christmas thing. I don't know. Ooh. That'd be fun. We D- could all dress fucking up. Fucking at Lauren has like Yule lore. We can do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. I will get a string of lights out and I'll just wrap them around my body and that's yeah. my costume. I'll wear one of my terrible Christmas like, sweaters. Oh, oh, I've got guys, one. You guys can learn the stories of the Vixu and Ingmir. He's like Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Santa. Yeah. Ingmar? Ingmar? I don't remember. I don't know. It's your Ing god. something. He's a Jotun. He's not a god. It's your god. Sure. I don't know. It's your lore. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway. Yeah. Hello and welcome. Uh, last <laughs> episode, uh, we started off the day after Marin and Silas's wedding. <laughs> after which was promptly just put a big old damper on that with uh, some lies and deception my bad ah, yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah Marin is really good at fucking up good relationships yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but between a few conversations in the morning things seem to be okay for the moment um Marin and silas did have a little talk about trusting and sharing a little bit more uh, Kit spent a little while asking around about the mist and the potential ghost that he saw, but let that go. Uh, you mailed your journal about Enoch back to Rowanan. Um, oh, yeah. I'm just skipping over, because literally the entire last episode was just us talking. Yeah. Um, 
Well, that's okay. That's every episode. <laughs> but I mean, all the characters talking <laughs> to each other with like almost zero travel happening beyond the quick skip. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you guys did uh, set out toward Irakel on Anglin the eighth. Um. By Vrosgar the seventeenth, you guys are getting into. Uh, let's see. You guys are getting into. Whoops! Wrong map. Uh, Rosgard, there we go. Uh, you're in mid-autumn currently, uh, toward the latter half of Rosgar, and uh, you dropped Mia off on a tidal wave with water walk at the Mutalam uh, oh, yeah. Monastery of Ayun. Surfed her ass into shore. Yeah, yeah, it was, was pretty fun. epic. Yeah, it was. Uh, and you continued sailing through the night uh, till Sail Kit away. and Marin had a little talk. Um, oh, yeah. And said, "Oh, talk we had happened. a little talk. Yeah, I forgot about well, this. Well, it happened to coincide with a with a with a script event. Yeah, um, <laughs> happened to coincide with a big old bitch event. <laughs> yeah. ha- okay, where <laughs> Marin lost control to her Walker uh, puppet master and attempted to kill Kit and then Silas." Kit, using Polymorph, became a small golden dragon and nearly drowned her ass. Yeah. Uh, but when Thanks she got that. her senses back, you guys landed, uh, chatted a little bit, and then Marin ran off to go talk to Senna. And uh, Silas sent his familiar, Ashley, <laughs> to <laughs> look after her. Uh, look down. Look down. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Senna... And while she could not help necessarily with the whole walker tether thing without a staff, she did offer a potential advantage against it. A silvery, partly silver, partly golden needle that uh, you'll have a chance knowing it's coming and be able to jab yourself with it to give yourself advantage. Um... Not, not in the jugular. No, geez. just like that, right in the throat. <laughs> if you, if you don't, if you don't save, you'll die. It'll be yeah. Great. Uh, but yes. Why not both? Um, si- <laughs> Silas. Stop. Silas is aware that something happened, but he did not hear the details. I'm sorry, poor Kalostos. I missed Shut it. Up. I missed a syllable. We're never gonna start. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Um, and then Marin decided not to share much. Either. No, I I fessed up. Did you? Yeah, I told him that I. You made were like, I done fucked I, up. I oh, said okay. I made a deal with Senna, and I uh, and I have to give her staff. Mm-hmm. That's basically what I told. Yeah. Okay. And then you did the I made a mistake, and I was like, oh my heart. Yeah, I was very close to crying too. Yeah. Uh, but you reboarded the ship, the Cradle of the Dawn. Um, I did put a note that Kit has Gesh on Marin till Saurus the 22nd. It is marked on the calendar. Nice. Uh, we are opening at Vrosgar the 18th as you guys come around the northern point of Irakel outside of the little village of Vulfira. You're arriving about noon. So, as the Cradle of the Dawn rounds the point, 
Uh, you did see like little wisps of like chimney and campfire smoke from afar. Um, and you did see along these sort of rocky beaches, um, sort of totem set up, like not, not totems in the sense of like Northwestern Pacific Native Americans, but, um, like these big, uh, poles that are decorated with, uh, sticks with feathers across them, animal skulls, paint, that sort of thing. Um, and each of them... There seems to be specifically four different kinds, um, each of them having a different, uh, different sort of paint patterning. Uh, but like I said, four different varieties, and each of them has a skull that sort of matches up with this apparent totem. Kit does know that these are markers for the clans of the uh, of your particular tribe. Um, some tribes have more, some have less. Uh, they do roughly uh, roughly go with the different types of shifters, but that's just a very rough approximation. Um, the village of Vulfira that you, you guys come upon is fairly it, it's small um, and fairly rugged, but it does look like they're like look like it's had plenty of time to sort of settle in. Um, as I think at this point, how long has Kit, how long has it been since Kit left Amnovalin? Uh, he was 15 last time they were at. No, he was, God. Wasn't he like nine? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's been about a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's been so, so long this... since I looked at my backstory. Yeah. Uh, this village is a bit out of place in Irakel because it's a very different style. Um, in northern Irakel, it's not as hot as the rest of the continent, but it's still on the warm side. Um, instead of sort of stone buildings that are the norm in Irakel because there's just not a whole heck of a lot of trees, um, it looks like this village has managed to hold on to some of its traditional architecture. Um, which obviously they don't have access to tree branches, so they've used things like large bush branches um, and straw and whatnot to build up what are essentially wattle walls um, with a daub over them, sort of like a mud clay covering uh, with the sort of uh, straw uh, Celtic roundhouse style roof. <laughs> um, is what a lot of these little homes look like. They're literally just for sleeping in. Everybody, everything else takes place outside. Um, the only uh, sort of out of place building is a fully stone um, in the shape of a longhouse, but fully made of stone with a thatch roof um, that sits in the middle of the village. And it has a hole in the very center of it where some uh, smoke is coming out of. Um, from the, from out in the open water, as the ship isn't able to approach too close because of the shallows, um, you can see a fair number of people moving around, not a whole lot. Um, but the most striking thing about the village of Volfira is probably the giant, uh, central pole in the middle of the village next to this longhouse. Um, it is 
painted to look like all of the other totems that you've seen, but sort of stacked up on top of each other. And at the very top, there is a large boulder that you have no idea how they got it up that high um, that is sitting on the top and is sort of holding down this long blue uh, sort of banner that comes off of this long pole. Uh, wherever they got the pole from, they would have had to ship it in because, again, Irakel doesn't have trees to speak of. Um, but for Kit, uh, some of the homes in this village are new to you as you have been gone quite a while. Uh, and the longhouse is definitely new. Um, oh. You haven't seen that before. Last time... Last time you saw it, they had just marked on the ground where they were going to build. Mm. So this has happened within probably the course of a year. Okay. Um, but the ship anchors as close as it can get without being in danger of being dashed on the rocks. And you guys pile out into rowboats to head to shore. Now, who do you take with you for this like initial like coming to shore? Me? Uh, sure, you're kind of in um, the lead sure. here. I planned on letting them come to shore when they wanted to, but I was going to wild shape into a giant eagle and fly in first. Okay. <clears throat> All right. To kind so, of let them know we're coming. All right, so the rest of you are getting the rowboats ready as Kit leaps off the side, turning into his eagle form. Kaka! That's not the sound they you make. You sound like that? Kaka! Can you talk when you're in wild shape or no? No. Eagles, okay. eagles skeen. They don't caw. Skeen. <laughs> they, uh, what, it, what that means is they scream. Oh. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you. What do you do? I fly into town. Ha ha! Ah! Really? <laughs> They're not crows. Really? <laughs> As you I are fly by, sick. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh huh. Okay. I'm just other real fucking screaming. tired. Yeah. Um, what do you do? Um. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> All of our okay. neighbors love us right now. <laughs> On fire. Um, so, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm, this is me flying in, just like, you know, landing. That's a fucking point, Ben. Okay, uh, so I go to the center of the village, and I just, uh, I drop my wild shape just before I hit the ground, so it looks like, like I hit the ground, cloud of dust, kind of thing and just instantly turn into a person again like haha so you come and land uh in the middle of what is essentially like the little village market i mean it's hardly a market it's where everybody barters their stuff essentially Mm -hmm. your people don't really use money inside the village it's just for outside purchases um so near a fair group of like seven eight people like bringing hides and produce to their little market you just pop up in a cloud of dust and they all like look over at you like wide-eyed because that's a druid thing Mm -hmm. um and so all of them are just staring and 
you do recognize these people and they recognize you mm-hmm. and they're all probably, probably these folks are going to be in like their forties, fifties, even up to their sixties. It's mostly older folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, among them, you do okay. recognize one particular character. Um, Aunt Sharon. What? I'm just joking. First of all, her name is Tessa. No, then, I know. Um, I've got the list in front of me. Yeah. Um, among them, uh, quick quick note. So there's oh. in in the Tundra clan of your of your tribe. There's two different like groups of warriors. There's the Watch and the Scouts. The Watch look after the village, whereas the Scouts patrol outside. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you see uh, Captain Ruzar, who was your uh, one of your mentors, taught you to fight, taught you to hunt. Um, uh-huh. Probably more like an uncle to you than your actual uncle. Um, but he's just standing watching over the market. This older, slightly darker than you, Elusir, weather worn skin. Uh, he has. He would have sort of white fur along the edges of his ears. Mm-hmm. Um, but he looks over at you and he's like, Well, finally. I'm back. I see that. That's uh, quite an entrance. Thank you, I've been working on it. <laughs> he steps up toward you. Uh, nothing surprises Ruzar. He's never like, whoa, kid! It's always like, yeah. oh, there you are. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, oh, it's you yes. again. <laughs> Badass. <laughs> he, he, he walks up to you, and he's got this uh, homemade uh, leather armor on. Um, not not too constrictive. It's like a cuirass with no arm guards except for the uh, van braces and then some light leg guards. Um, underneath is mostly like red and black uh, clothing. Very light. Um, but he walks up to you and puts a hand on your shoulder. Uh, you at this age would actually be slightly taller than him now. Damn right. Um, but uh, he's got this jet black hair that sort of mohawk style is shaved on the sides and then pulled back into a ponytail. Um, But he looks up at you and he's like, so, Ren said you're on the way. Not anymore. uh, See, you haven't lost the attitude. Nope. What can we do for you, Kit? Uh, We just, I'm just here to say hi. No, no business this time. Do I need some? Well, no. Just normally you're here for a moment and then you're gone. Huh. Uh, is everybody here Irish? <laughs> no, they're quite a mix of. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, should I have been Irish this entire time? <laughs> no, um, not at all. Okay. Um, actually, the most common Dalmarig and Manamar uh, accents are Irish, Scottish and uh, sort of North American leaning toward Native American. Ah. I've spent a lot of time with other like people. Like Canadian. Yeah. A. Um, a lot, yeah. <laughs> a lot of time with a bunch of Midwesterners. Yeah. So, there's a lot of people who talk like this sort of slow and deliberate. Oh, that. Yeah, okay. And then, and then it, 
interestingly enough, like some Canadians sound almost Irish, so it fades into it, and then there are the straight up Scots. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, no, not here for any business this time. Just to stop and say hi and uh, make sure that Dana's been sending all the money this way. She uh, she's been sending quite a lot, and um, well, good. I've been working. I think she's been spending some extra on top of that as well. But uh, he motions off toward the ship and says, so uh, are those your friends? Oh, yeah, there'll be, uh, I don't know how many people, but yeah, there's a few of them, yeah. There's also a couple people who are also Elusir that used to be slaves that we freed. So they may or may not stay here. Well, um, let me go get Jurgen. He'll uh, give them a proper welcome. Uh, did I mean you know this place well enough? Is there anything you need? Uh, yeah, I will get there. Um, nice house, by the way. It looks like it came together well. Yeah, he turns and looks at the long house and he says, "Yeah, uh, didn't." make a few people very happy they thought we should stick to the traditional architecture but this will be the one that stands up to the uh, Irakel storms better than the others so they'll just have to get used to it for now they'll live some of these you know people how and their the, traditions yeah you know how the old bastards are about yeah. their traditions but uh, until we can go back to Amnoblin they're just going to have to make new ones um, um you go do that. I'm going to go see Ren. Is he at home? Uh, probably not. He's likely with uh, Gira. Where are they at at this moment? Probably in the back of the longhouse. My best bet. Okay. All right. Well, don't tell him I'm here yet, okay? I'm not going that way, so have fun. Okay. Um, I... And- oh. <laughs> He, he does stop to actually hug you for a moment. Um, he, I actually yeah. slightly hug him back. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's been he half-raised you, practically. Yeah. Um, but uh, he pats your back and sort of, sort of like man-hug. Um, and he... Yeah. But uh, he pulls back with a hand on your it's shoulder. It's like really and says, aggressive. There's like a lot of pounding yeah. going on. Yeah, oh. it's not. It's, it's not like the, the half head. handshake, and then it turns into a hug. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's much more. It's much more familial than yeah. that. Where uh, we gently Ruzar, grasp forearms and then barely touch our chests like, together. That's my yeah. boy. Yeah. It's nothing like that. It's like, <laughs> hi, buddy. Welcome home. Okay. Um, he says, and uh, if you see Osana, just uh, be ready. She's a little mad at you for being gone so long. Osana, 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 Osana. Osana. His wife. Okay. Taught you to hunt. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so I will. He, uh, I will avoid her like the plague. Well, you got to say hi to her at some point. I will say hi to her before I leave. <sighs> All right. Go on. And he right. takes off to go find uh, uh, one of the village druids, Jurgen. Um, what do you? I, run to the longhouse, dash, mm-hmm. and then I, once I get to the longhouse, to the door towards the back where they're supposed to be at, Yep. I, uh, is the door open? 
Yes. Okay, I figured it just stands open. Uh, and then I wild shape into a mouse. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> and I, um, there goes both my wild shapes for today. And yep. I s- mouse stealth into there, and I want to get right up next to Ren. Okay, roll stealth. Really hope he doesn't step on you. Well, then all my HP, I'll just then I'll just poof into me again. Uh, and you'll throw him yeah. as you just appear from under him. Uh, what do I add for mouse stealth? Uh, mouse stealth. We're gonna use a rat because it's the closest thing. Okay. Uh, zero. Eleven. Okay. Get my dice. <laughs> These tropical floor shows are so exotic. I'm just gonna turn into all the rats from the Muppets. Yeah. That I just walk around with a weird New Jersey accent. Was, that was was that from Muppet Treasure, Treasure Island? Island? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen those movies yeah. too much. I know. Oh, jeez. Or uh, or Rizzo in the. In the sun. Yep, that one. That one. no, that one's <laughs> that, actually that Christmas Muppet, Carol. Yeah, that yeah. was Christmas Carol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, I'd be using Ren's passive perception. Or, yes, he um, does notice you. Oh, he notices um, the mouse. Yes. Okay. Um, you, as you sneak into the back of this longhouse, it is a longhouse, so it's one long room. Uh, it has benches up against all of the walls uh, and a fire pit, sort of a, a long pit in the very center. Uh, this is sort of... Uh, in traditional use, it's a meeting place. It's a place to sort of hole up if there's any danger. Um, and uh, sort of where the community shares food around when, whenever there's a, a party or whatever. Um, you do see Ren. Uh, he has grown quite a bit. Mm. Had a growth spurt. Yeah. Uh, he looks quite a bit like you. Uh, thinner, shorter. Um little bit more like lean muscle than you last saw. Last you saw him, he was like a lanky, you know, awkward teenager. He's starting to fill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he has black hair like your mother instead oh, okay. of your auburn hair. Um, and you see him standing in uh, sort of traditional, not quite druids robes, but uh, traditional more... Um, more akin to like a medicine person's robes than the sort of simple clothing that most of the villagers wear. And next to him, you see the insanely tall elder of the step clan, uh, Gira, uh, known as the Meadow Heart is his, or their, their title. Um, they are, I'm going to be honest. They're kind of inspired by Keyleth, just a tiny bit. Um, very very tall um sort of darker auburn long wild curly hair um and they wear a necklace made of sort of antler tips around their neck um they're generally pretty quiet and gentle uh as Mm -hmm. the elder of the step clan um they're sort of animals that are related to the clan are the quieter and hooved variety especially 
Mm. Um, but you see their their ears that extend back. Um, the red hair sort of fades into uh, brown and then gray, uh, gray and white at the very tip. Uh, sort of similar to their totem, which you know is the Marga Moose. Um, but you see them standing there, sort of hunched a little bit from age. Um, and they and Ren are just quietly discussing something. You can make a perception check if you want to know what. <gasps> perception. Perception. Deception. <laughs> uh, what's, what's rat perception? You would use your own mental stats for this. Oh, that's right. Because you're in wild shape. That's yes. right. 19. Yeah, in wild shape, you keep your mental stats. In polymorph, you do not. Ah. Um, what was the number again? 19. 19, okay. Um, as you get closer, even as you see Ren actually look at you directly, he's not bothered. Your mouse. Like, it's true. Mice are fine. It doesn't matter. Um, you can hear them discussing quietly about sort of the year's harvest, which is sort of Gira's thing is to look after the food and well-being of the tribe, um, but also worries about winter, even though it doesn't actually snow down here. Um, it does get pretty rainy and cold, uh, sort of like Southern England. Mm. Um, and they're worried about sort of the typical stuff like bandits, pirates, that sort of thing. Oh, I as soon as they mention bandits and pirates, I'm gonna like scurry up and just like pop into me, and I'm gonna be like, "Who do you need me to kill?" <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> like, how close do you pop in? I want to be like, if they've got their heads together, I want to be like right here. Okay. Like, I want to. <laughs> so... I want to complete the little triangle. So you want to okay. get punched in the face. Yeah, I want to be yeah, really what close. Is, what is your armor class? A 17. <laughs> okay. Gira just fucking moose kicks me into next week. <laughs> That's kind of what's going to happen. Headlet. Yeah. That was a natural 20. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so you pop in like, who needs to die? And Ren, <laughs> Ren's reaction to like put his hands up in front of his face. Gira's is to open palm to chest just smash you okay like full-on monk style um so this is gonna be a pretty bit of damage good they are a monk i'm ready hit me this poor this poor person a heart attack right well i mean i have to get ren to be one of the elders as soon as possible (laughs) uh you take 20 bludgeoning damage straight to the uh what is this called the solar plexus yeah yeah just just below your sternum yeah like like a damn near a horse kick yeah kind of a moose kick um and now i have 69 hp yeah nice nice Nice. um god we're so dumb Uh, but yeah you get like pushed back a couple feet by gira's just innate reaction which you've never seen gira hit anybody because they're sort of a pacifist but they clearly know how to handle themselves Mm -hmm. um but they're in like this stance as you're like catching yourself on your heels and then they stand up straight (laughs) (laughs) they stand up straight as ren is still like (laughs) 
Jeremy is definitely got a fever. He's being so ridiculous today. I don't actually have a fever. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. Hi, old mule. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and Gira stands up straight, sort of folds their hands into their sleeves and says, Ken. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. You oh. kind of walked up on us. Oh, I thought, oh god. Whew. What happened to that vow of like being nice and shit? Jesus. I took Ooh. no such vow. Oh my god. I thought my moose would be slower, but damn. No. Oh. And they step forward and put a hand on your chest, and you feel like a rib crack back into place. Ah, you can oh take god. back. Oh, you got it! Ah! <laughs> Take back 10 HP. <laughs> Fucking dramatic bitch, God. I can't I think even was... write, I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Uh, but at this point, Ren is like quietly like laughing to himself. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Welcome home, kid. Oh my God. I am never coming back. Oh. <sighs> Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm here. Two of them. Uh, <laughs> Ren steps forward and like wraps his arms around you. Oh, I hug him back while breathing very heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, he's like here on you. Oh, you're getting so tall. Oh, wow. Yay. Don't be an asshole already. I. What? Why, how could I ever? Ah, oh, God. Then he steps back and looks up at you and says, Hi. Hi. Huh. Do you. I'm fine. Do you need. No, I'm fine. Huh. Come here. No, I'm and okay. he, he puts his hands on your shoulders, and in an ability you did not know he ever had, he heals you for the additional 10 hit points. Oh, oh God. Okay. I think I'm going to make it. Oh. Oh, you can breathe. You're fine. Oh, God. No, I'm just playing it up at this point. I know. Oh. Uh, okay. So, um, yeah, this is all I came here to do is just say hi to everybody. Hey. Hi. Uh, do you need something? Who do I need to kill? You said pirates, bandits. Just the usual stuff. It's fine. Where are they? I've got a whole boat of people. If I knew where they were, fucking Os- Osana would have taken care of them by now. Osana, Osana, squash banana. Sure. Uh, so, how is everybody? Are you doing? Agira, I know you're fine. I'm not even going to ask you. Oh my god. I am well, thank you. Yeah, I didn't ask. Um, how are you, Ren? Doing okay? Still alive, I see. Pretty, pretty okay. Have you, have you gotten rid of one of the elders yet so you can take their spot? No. What? No. I'm 15. Hurry up, Gira. I mean that in the most loving way, obviously. I'm sure. (laughs) This is why I left this village, is because everybody hates me. 
it's because you made them all. I wonder why. But uh, Ren says, I... I'm going to be honest, I didn't actually think you'd show up. Because you thought I'd die? Or because... No, because you have haven't been here in like almost a year. I was busy. You still could have stopped by. I was in Harris. But it's you not a short trip. By, but you went from Port Saurus to Harris. You could have stopped by on that trip. To be fair, I forgot where you lived. Um, but... We were also chasing this guy who was killing people, so it, it felt important. Oh, well, I thought you were staying away because of Vosco. No. Not that I can blame you. Nah, fuck that guy. Okay, um... <laughs> can... Is there anything I can help with? Or Why does everybody want to help me with something? Can't you just be I like, hey, I you're here... How wonderful because is this? you help us? Oh, whatever. Money. Also, a lot of us don't know how to talk to you. <laughs> I speak common, just like the rest of you. I. That's not what I mean. You know that. Well, do you want to hear some stories, or do you want to, like... Hell yes, I do. Okay. Or do you want to sit here and listen to Gira talk about moose all day? That's not what... I know. We were talking about... You guys were talking about plants and, like, winter and... Important things that I'm contribute sure. to the survival of our entire village? Yes. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, there's, like, a bunch of druids in here. Why don't you guys just, like, make food? That's, like, an emergency. Okay. And also... We can't just apparate stuff out of nowhere. That's some high-level shit. Oh, are you guys all, like, level one? <laughs> We're at the game. <laughs> He's like, uh, what would you know about it? I... What do I do? Oh, I'm sure I have a cantrip. Let me look at my cantrips. I, I summon the thorn whip. I'm like, I know a little bit now. You became a forester? Yes. I now go by the name Indiana. What? Um, (laughs) I, how do I, I don't know. What's something that only druids can do? Thunder wave? I don't want to thunder wave. Well, you just unwild shaped in front of him. So he's a little confused. Oh, yeah. Um. So, some things happened. Um, Uh Uh-huh. I'm no longer a cleric. What? Why? Uh, We actually want to talk to the elders about that because I feel like there's going to be some consequences. Um, Another god, I, like, hold up the hand with the ring because I got one on. And, like, uh, another god kind of claimed me. Oh. Yeah. You should probably talk to Karsa. Karsa, that is not one of the elders. It's one of the druids toward the bottom. Yes, Karsa. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and Savras. Uh-oh. Yep. <clears throat> and so who 
claimed you? Uh, Taldanost? Oh, well, that's not that bad. Okay, okay. It's still in the same pantheon. That's good, at least, I suppose. I mean... We, Savaros is still kind of a vindictive bastard at some points, but we'll see what happens. Good thing the Divine Gate still exists. Yeah, but the Titans are here. Anyway. Oh, yeah. We have we've got a lot of catching up to do, I think. Yes, probably a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, and at that point, at the other end of the hall, um, Ruzar sticks his head in the door and says get your friends are coming to shore should we uh should we bring him in here or kill them all like- all right and no oh my god guy. don't He's do that gone. i i run He's after gone. him i run He's after gone. him <laughs> like no 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 um the rest of you have arrived on shore pretty much the whole crew um as the ship has been left in the care of a, a couple people who know that they're not going to stay. Um, so Ruzar, followed by Kit going, no, 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 walks up to you guys' this group and says, all right, friends, y'all got to die, says Kit. And he just picks up his, his spear. Oh, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, two arms. <laughs> Uh, whoa, whoa! Uh, and Ruzar, as as you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! He walks right up to you and sticks out a hand and says, "Hello, welcome." Oh, uh, hello. Aha! Uh-huh. It's an old Elusir joke. LOL. Uh, are you here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Right behind okay. him. Okay. I also uh, just said LOL. It is now canon. Lots of love. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, I don't shake his hand, uh, but I say, uh, Naren Veneer, nice to meet you, Kit. He awkwardly pulls his hand back and says, <clears throat> hello, uh, his Captain name is Ruzar. Ru- yeah, Captain Ruzar, um, Captain of the Watch here. And, uh-huh. um, kind of, not by blood, but kind of Kit's uncle of sorts. Oh, okay. He's actually probably decent. Thank you. Well, that's good to know. Uh, um, but also following behind you guys are Ren and Elder Gira. So, Marin, you see a kid who looks a fair bit like Kit, but with the... Wow, the Irish just stuck there for a second when I said the word fair. <laughs> it looks a fair bit. A fair bit like Kit. fair bit like Kit with uh, dark hair. And uh, I'm really bad at Irish. <laughs> Once I get stuck in it, though, God, um, followed by this red auburn maned older person whose gender you can't quite tell. Um, and uh, also along with you guys, um, Jurgen has arrived as well, uh, the only male druid of the tribe. Uh, Kit, you know him as the sort of I wrote de- uh, devotee of Senna and Hesperus but sort of what each druid is is a representative of each god's sort of tenets and qualities mm. um, so his thing as the lore keeper scribe is that he's the he's the teacher of the tribe and sort of the the one who keeps all of the uh, any any scrolls, books, uh, all oral knowledge, so on and so forth. Um, 
and he's generally really soft and just a nice guy. Um, he's older, sort of pudgy. Um, you know that his totem is... Uh, what would his totem actually be? <clears throat> soft, older, and pudgy. He'd probably be the rabbit. Or, okay. or like a hare. Um, That's cute. Yeah. Or, well... Yeah, yeah, probably. Let's go with rabbit for now. Or like, or like a like a fucking. We'll go red wall and say that his his totem is the mole, so uh, he could be like the cellar keepers in red wall. Oh my god, that's adorable. That's, that that speak, is pretty fucking cute. That they have such a strong accent that nobody yeah. can understand them. Yeah. Yums is welcomes here's. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, you see this like pudgy, almost friar tuck looking guy also approach. Uh, he's got like a book in one arm, um, sort of in the middle of doing something. Uh, none of Elusir don't have the sort of uh, hereditary balding trait, but he definitely has like a slightly receded hairline. Um, and uh, dark short hair as he just sort of waddles up to the group. Um, little little glasses on his face. And, mm. um, but he steps in front of everybody else, just like right up in front of Marin and Silas and you guys and says, welcome everybody, welcome, welcome. If you'll follow me to the, uh, to the long hall, we'll get you settled in, get a meal in you and a few drinks and we'll introduce everybody. Uh, nice. Oh, yeah. I I am Jurgen. I am one of the uh, Volfira tribes uh, druids. I am the lore keeper. And he just waves a waves a pudgy hand and like motion you guys on. Um, so Gira just steps back and lets lets him take over, just serenely quiet. <laughs> um, but. Uh, People have started to notice now, hmm. and uh, you uh, can't do see that some of the elder other elders are coming in. Um, all except for Gira and um, Jurgen, all of the elders and druids are women. Uh, Gira, non-binary, uh, Jurgen, male. Um, and most of the people sort of in the lead in the tribe just in general are women as it's a very matrilineal society. Um, you do see uh, sort of watching from a distance some of the uh, scout warriors and you do see among them Vosco. Uh, sort of almost Geralt of Rivia looking guy with uh, graying hair um, gray fur on his long ears. Um, definitely like embodies his totem of the Jotun wolf. Um, and you see standing a little ways away from him, uh, his wife, your aunt Tessa, um, and, uh, her daughter with Vasco, uh, Zaloa. They're just watching for the moment. Hmm. Um, but all of you are brought into the longhouse. The benches are sort of pulled closer to the central fire. Um, Silas, Marin, Bull, Kit, you guys are all given seats next to each other. And uh, the crew that you brought are all uh, sort of packed in with you. The, even though it's a fairly big building, like there's not a whole lot of room in there. Um, 
and you guys are immediately served drinks, uh, homemade, uh, anything from wine and mead to like cordials and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, and then food is immediately put over the fire to start cooking. Um, what standing was that? In f- hmm? What was that? I don't know. I think that was in my hallway. Yeah, it was. Sorry, it likes it sounded like someone was in my apartment, but yeah, well, I can see the front door. So it sounded really close, and I was like, "You looked panicked," so I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> right. D- uh, d- I'll throw my fan at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so that would scare anybody. <laughs> they punch open the door, and you're just like, "Yeah!" And they're just like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah. And they run away. Be like, it's like when out. a peacock flares at you. I do have a hatchet next to my desk, and I do have, to I have its big, terms, service. I do have a firearm within uh, my bedroom. Yeah, um, I know you do. Yeah. I have a big knife by my bed, so. Oh, I've got the knife too. It's around here somewhere. Well, I have my kitchen knife right here as well. Um, but Ready? anyway, yes, you all sit down. Uh, a couple introductions are made uh, to Gira, Jurgen so on and so forth. Uh, and Marin, you do see in the group uh, Ren sits beside Kit, so he's between you and Kit. Um, but uh, Ren turns to you guys, uh, Marin, Silas, and Bull, and says, Hi, uh, welcome. You must be the people Kit's been traveling with. Yeah, uh, you must be Ren. You two yep. look very similar. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately. And he glances at Kat. Yeah, my my apologies. <laughs> Condolences. I can have a passive perception of 19. I can hear all of this. He's literally right next to yeah. you. He's not trying to be sneaky. I'm not either. <laughs> Pissed. Yeah, so you guys, what, y'all just gonna, y'all just gonna chat? Well, I was going to welcome your friends. And I mean, no, feel free, that's fine. A good host, and he turns back to your group uh, and says, so you guys are just here to visit with him? No business around? He normally doesn't come here unless there's business. Uh, wow. Um, well, I mean, we are going up to Amnoblin anyway. I guess we thought it would be nice to stop by. Well, you're absolutely welcome. Just, it's... He's always busy, is all I'm saying. Well, he helped me see my sister recently, so I figured it was only right to return the favor. Oh. Okay. Um, And he turns back to Kit. He says, so... What have you been up to? Oh, killed a bunch of people. Um, we're being hunted by the Heidelin cult. I'm I'm sorry. What? Um, I made friends with a goose and a fish. Uh, been taken okay. over by a new god. Actually, and- in this space, it would not be weird for you to say that you made friends with a goose and a fish. So he doesn't react to that. Yeah. Um, 
we uh, this guy right over here is the king of the arbiters, so we helped him empty the entire. The moment you say that, all eyes turn to Silas. He's a convert. He's a convert. It's fine. Um, good guy. It's okay. Uh, so everybody chill. Silence is killing me. So, uh, after that, we emptied and stole the entire Arbiter treasury, which was pretty cool. Um, and we stuffed a guy in a chest, I think, and locked it forever. Yep. Uh, which is super cool. We did do that. And then, um... And then I found one of the Hydaelyn staves, and I almost destroyed an entire island. Yep, that definitely happened. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay, because I, uh, filled up all their water buckets, and I, uh, <laughs> and I re-fertilized their entire island. Um, and then I gave the staff to Kenna McAmbrough, and then I came here. And that's like oh. the Cliff Notes version. Hey. Oh, we also killed a. We found a lich. We have to kill a lich. We have like a deal to kill the one of the high-ranking members of the Hydaelyn uh, call. Like, okay, got, Kit, maybe we want to stop stuff. while we're ahead here. No, I, I mean we got more. What else do we want to talk about? Okay, well, it's mm, it's not that Since I'm concerned about these people. I'm concerned about other people who might be listening in. But never mind. Ah, uh, oh. I didn't think about that. Since when have you been this open? So when you're stuck on a teeny tiny boat with the same people forever, it's really nice to talk to people who are not them. Oh, okay. Also, she tried to kill me yesterday. Kind of still pissed about it. Um, It wasn't her fault. Everybody is silent after okay. hearing all of this. I turned into a dragon. I fixed it. What? You... None of this makes any sense, Kit. Don't you know me? No, apparently not. Mm-hmm. And Ren looks at Marin and says, I'm so sorry for him. Uh, you know, it's fine. I'm used to it by now. That's not why I tried to kill him. I I didn't assume so. <clears throat> this is great, uh, Mead. It's wonderful. Thanks. <laughs> Did, okay, um, so, Marin, like, what? you don't have to have any secrets here. And who knows, there's lots of really old people here who might be able to help you. And you hear one of the elders, like, clear their throat. <laughs> like I said, see? He's already, he's on the way out already. <laughs> so, okay, uh, how, exactly how many people are in here? Like, so uh, with the With the elders and the druids, uh, probably, along with you guys, could probably fit about 50 people yeah, in no, this building. Yeah, no, I'm... Mm-mm. Yeah, but uh, the rest of the village is practically empty, which is and, less people than Kit remembers. Okay. Oh, you know what? We can talk about this stuff oh, when it's a little less crowded. Okay. Um, you do see from the group, uh, 
probably one of uh, wearing elders robes, but definitely like the youngest of the elders. Um, this woman stands up, and the first thing that strikes you about her is that she is not Elusir. Um, she does appear to have like, uh, according to this sort of amulet she's wearing she does appear to have like a totem but she is not like kit she doesn't have these sort of elvish features um instead she is probably half elf or human um you can't quite tell because she does have the shifter like slight point to her ears but they're not as long as kits um so you guess she's maybe half elusir um but she has the sort of dull marig dark skin uh long black hair um, she has the side like fades, um, and then the rest of it is in sort of Viking braids going back. Um, or wait, no, she has Viking braids along the sides, and then the top is left loose, um, sort of all pushed to one side. Uh, and her robes are a combination of dark gray and sort of a crimson with uh, little hints of a pale yellow color here and there. Um, And uh, around her neck on this totem necklace, you see bear claws and a stone hammer pendant at the very bottom. Um, But she stands up from the group. Uh, She almost looks a little miffed at this whole thing, but not like necessarily directed at anybody. And she looks at everyone. um, And I have to remember how to do Scottish. Uh, Mother's a beer. Mother's a beer. (laughs) Actually, Rosen's a beer. But she looks over, everybody gathers. She says, All right, you heard her. Get out, all of you. And some of the village people look around her like oh, oh we're God. having a come into jesus meeting right um, fucking now the normal yeah. the normal village people like all stand up and get out and Why? as the as the it. village uh watch doesn't go to leave rosen looks over all of them and says you two get out and they're all like okay and they take off um until you are left with us the elders mm-hmm. um and ren but, uh, I love this, that Ren is allowed to stay. Well, he's the apprentice to one of the oh, elders. Oh, I know. So. Um, and also your brother. So. True. But uh, this elder, she's probably no more than like mid-30s, early 40s. She crosses her arms uh, looking at your group. Um, and she says, all right, so is this any better? We'd like to know what our kit is up to. Oh, God. Kit isn't the problem. Anymore. Uh, Anymore? You did have a staff. Okay, fair. We'll talk about that soon as well. I don't believe I've heard your name. I'm Elder Rosen Mosshart. Uh, I'm the Elder of the Timber Clan. Uh, Marin Veneer. Marin. Uh, yeah. And uh, Silas Moore, I assume. He says, uh, it's Veneer now. And uh, she nods, looks to Bull, and Bull says, Hi, I'm Bull. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he hasn't gotten so, to do that in a while. No, he hasn't. Yep. Says, all right, uh, Marin, Silas, Bull. I'm and, Kit. Uh, 
I know that, you little shit. I've dealt with you your entire life. <laughs> anyway. Um, she takes a seat across from your group. Says, how can we help you? I don't... I honestly don't think you can, but... It's worth a try. Uh, I'll call out Jurgen. Be like, Jurgen, um... Yes. Marin has Oh god, I can't switch between Scottish and Irish. This is going to be a train wreck. Uh, Marin has made a deal with Senna. And Uh, I have also met her. Senna saved me from the hurricane. But that that's not Oh no. No, it is. I guarantee you it is because she literally shot me out of the sky. He's not not wrong. I have spoken to her on several occasions. I'm not... Oh, no. Um, I I may be a a disciple of Senna, but... I I don't know how to deal with that. And um, one of the other elders uh, probably... No, actually, this is up uh, Rosen's alley as well. Um, Rosen says, Jürgen's useful for the tenets and the sort of things that Senna laid down, you know, millenniums ago, but uh, recent happenings, not so much. You're speaking of the Great Lady. Yes. Interesting. She's been... uh, well, according to what we've been hearing, she's been getting around the north quite a bit. She was not so long ago in Amnoble and following another group. And we understand that she was partially responsible for what happened in Haven. Hmm. So you've run afoul of her as well. Yes. Where is the staff now? I gave it to Kenna McAmbro. Good. That's definitely better. Um, and she looks at Marin, says, Now, what dealings do you have with her? Uh, so basically, I have to give her another staff. Why? Uh, oh, man. Here's the good stuff. I you guys just came into this village, and suddenly the elders are like, What the fuck did you do? <laughs> Old people, man. I don't know if you know what a walker. <laughs> I don't know if you know what a walker is. I'm mildly aware. That's me. You walk. Ah. I have been dead for a decade. Was resurrected a little over a year ago, and apparently, that's why I tried to kill Kit last night. Um, and as you say this, another one of the elders, uh, another woman, stands up, uh, dressed in lighter lighter furs, but definitely like hunting attire. Um, and she has, similar to Vasco, she has sort of graying white hair uh, fur at the and white fur at the tips of her ears. She stands up, looking a little miffed at this, and says. 
Why do we have a walker in our midst around all of the elders and the important people of the tribe? And Rosen waves her off and says, shut up, Walker, it's fine. I've got her under a curse anyway. It'll be obvious, and I I have some extra measures of my own, but yeah, that's the predicament I find myself in, and so Senna approached me and said she could fix it, and I told her I would do what I could to help her. And she said that she needed the power of a staff to fix it. Yeah. Hmm. Um... Probably Gira would speak up next. Um, it says, well, as a friend to Kit, you are welcome here. We simply ask that you don't go off anywhere alone. I wasn't planning on it. Thank you. Not to mess with your privacy, but... We've already dealt with quite a bit of hardship ourselves, and we don't want to uh, deal with any more for the moment. Yeah, does anybody want to explain why half the houses are empty? Um, and before Gira can speak up, Ren actually uh, cuts in and says, A lot of people have been leaving, uh, especially younger people. Basically, anywhere between 15 and 20s, they leave for work elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And then after a huge group left, some of the warrior hopefuls, we got hit by pirates a few months back. And about a quarter of our able fighters died. And he sort of motions just generally and says, all of those people you just saw in here, that's the only people left. Either the very young or the middle-aged and old. People who either can't leave or refuse to give up the traditions. Okay. These pirates, were they arbiters? We're not sure. Um, they didn't have any banners or specific uniforms, but that doesn't mean anything when it comes to arbiters. Yeah. They didn't take anybody. They just killed people. So we were actually thinking maybe they were privateers. And he looks at Kit and says, possibly sent by the Holdron Company. Hmm. What's that? The Haldron Company are the people who stole our land in Amnobolin. They're they set up factories. Uh, there's the Haldron Canning Company down in Port Saris. That's sort of their base of operations. Uh, on our land, it's a fishing company, but. They've been buying up land that isn't for sale and basically kicking off anybody who lives there. 
and it looks like they've decided that this land is either theirs or they're trying to tie up a loose end by getting rid of the entire Volfira tribe. Where's they the- haven't been back in a while, but... Where's the closest one? The closest Haldron? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably... Oh, God, I don't have a map of Irakel yet. Um, hey, really quick, I have to run to pee. Okay. I okay. don't think I can make the break, so it's fine. Be right Go for it. Um, probably the closest Haldron location would be... There's a, there are four major ports in Irakel. Um, Port Saris is the southwesternmost uh, sort of a connection to uh, Garrett Eldathos. Uh, the nearest one would be the northwestern port. Um, okay. I think... I don't think I've named that one, so we're going to call it Port Mackenzie. Um, but yeah, that would be the nearest one. It's also the nearest big city. Uh, it has the connections to uh, mostly Lachmanos and Amnoblin for trade. But it is a long way away. Oh, okay. Do you... Uh... And then, of course, there's a Haldron company in Seeker Rafe here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Are you expecting them back anytime soon, or...? I don't know. They haven't been here in months. So either they've forgotten us or they're just biding their time. Uh, A lot of the people that left went to the cities to get jobs. So maybe they know that and they're just waiting for people to leave so that they can wipe out the rest of us. But obviously we have no idea and no way of knowing. I uh, meant to destroy one of them, but I never got the chance to. It's... I don't think it's really worth it, Kit. If you destroy one, another one's just going to pop up, and they're just going to get more angry. They won't know who did it. It doesn't matter. They're just going to be more ruthless to everybody. You give me a brief rundown on what I missed. Uh, just mentioning that there's a Haldron company in uh, the nearby Port Mackenzie. Not nearby, um, but closest. And then there is one in uh, Seager here. And Kit talking about how he almost burned one down in uh, Port Saris. Okay. So what do we do then? Well, what we've been trying to do is come up with the money to actually buy the land. Um, How much do you need? Well, we're still trying to figure out if we want to buy the land here or try to buy back our ancestral land. Either is a viable option if we come up with enough, but... With the Haldron company involved, it's going to be... They're going to try to price us out of buying it. It's going to be tens of thousands. 
especially because the land that they choose to take has some resource that they really want. The only safe place for us to really buy land would be within the Jotun Circle, but we aren't fit for the Arctic Circle. That's not... It's not part of our traditions. We don't know how to live there. How many... How many ships pass by here? When they attacked or just in general? Just in general. We usually see a Maybe two or three a week. Just merchant ships. Sometimes they stop in for trade, especially for the furs. What if you had something new to trade to them? Like what? Um, something liquid. Like You're going to have to be more like specific. Water or holy water or poison or anything you can think of that's liquid you think we should become a trading post I mean if it saves you guys I mean I'm not against that idea but with the majority of the people here being older people who remember what life used to be like most of them just want to go back to the way it was isolated self-sufficient no modern technology and they want to go home silas and i also have money if you need money we can uh, it probably won't be the full amount but we can help with that and silas nods in agreement but Ren looks to the elders who have sort of given him the lead in this conversation. You can see that they have a confidence in him that he's probably earned over time. Um, and Ren shrugs and says, I mean, we, we can't make this decision for everybody. Uh, we'd have to call a meeting and see what people feel. Again, I'm I'm not against it. I think it would be good for for us to we could still keep our traditions but also keep up with the modern world. But one of the things everyone is worried about is that modernity kills tradition. Yeah, but your tradition is sending your posterity away. Or your posterity away. Yeah. So if there's no people here to carry the tradition, then what have you accomplished? That's true. Maybe you should participate in that meeting. There are some people who don't think you're a member of the tribe anymore, but you are. You support us. And so you get a say, too. In fact, I think you especially should get a say because you're one of the people out there who's constantly working to make sure that we can eat. And he motions to the longhouse. He says, you practically built this place. So he... Sorry, I just had a song hit me as soon as you said that. What? We built this city! Hard um, rock and roll. Yeah. Um, uh, he turns. 
He turns toward uh, Gira and says, "Maybe tomorrow we can we can talk with everybody, but let's let's let this all kind of sit for tonight." Um, and Gira nods, says, "I think that's very wise." And she or uh, they nod to him and says, "Well done, Ren." And he kind of smiles a little bit. Um, you can see from the others' reactions, um, Morda, who has not said anything yet, the elder of uh, the Mountain Clan, she seems agreeable, but a little hesitant. Vokwa looks like she's not sure whether to be angry or just disappointed. And then Gira seems on the agreeable side as well. Uh, Rosen can't tell they're just she's just constantly miffed mm. <laughs> she's she's probably the most like you oh that's why we don't get along oh she loves you oh she just constantly messes with you mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's like if you ever had a grandmother it would be rosen um even though she's probably not old enough to be your grandmother she's probably close enough not. um but yeah, uh, the elders sort of adjourn for the moment and make their way out as it's not super late, but it's it's getting a little bit later in the afternoon. Uh, you guys are all uh, left to finish food and some of the other villagers come back in to sort of serve and cook more if you need it. Um, and your crew slowly disperses, kind of talking to people, getting a feel for the area. Um, and they're generally welcomed with open arms because they are mostly Elusir. Uh, the few Dragonborn and Tiefling amongst the crew are welcome as well, but definitely don't fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, though their connections with this Elusir crew definitely helps. Uh, what do you guys do as everybody sort of disperses? Um, I do want to introduce Fala to Ren. Okay. Uh, because I think Fala said he wanted to stay here. Uh, he was thinking about it. Okay. Um, I just want to introduce him and be like, Ren, this is Fala. I accidentally sort of helped him choose his totem. So. Oh, um, perfect. But he's and- interested in possibly staying uh, Ren looks to follow, who's a little shorter than him, and says, you're absolutely welcome. Uh, we can, I mean, we can use everybody we can get. Um, where are you, where are you from? And Fala half shrugs, said, I'm from the Govori tribe. I don't know where that is. And Ren nods. He says, so you're you're from not far from where we were. You're from near Calm. Um, so you would actually probably fit in great here. We, we're not that different. And uh, Fala nods to him. And you see, you can see like the child like excitement sort of build in Fala, who's previously been very to himself, except when he's been an Arctic fox and run around on the ship. Mm. Um, 
and he and Ren just start hitting it off right away. Like Ren is telling him about their traditions and follows like, oh yeah, I know that thing. And like talking about stuff his parents used to do. Um, they're just in their own little world. It's like, it's like Percy meeting Terry. It's great. <laughs> Good. I will let them continue to chat, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else? Um, I do want to see if I can find Asana. Okay. Um, we'll we'll do that in a second. Marin okay. Silas Bull. Uh, I don't know where we're staying. Are we staying? In, like- uh, there are plenty of unused little homes that you can stay in. Uh, Jurgen has he'll he'll talk to you guys about it later but he did say that like there's plenty of room for you guys um basically pick an empty house i guess yeah i'll just set my stuff in one of them and then so i did have a question so for crafting my own ammo because i am running dangerously low on ammo Mm -hmm. um what do i need like Um, crafting materials i don't the the materials you would need for basic ammunition would be essentially gunpowder and lead. Okay. Or the components of gunpowder and lead. Okay. Um, does it seem like I will be able to find that anywhere here? I... Like, yeah. Well, considering it's Irakel, actually, yeah. Oh, good. Um, one of the as you're as you're making your way to one of these little roundhouses with the daub walls and the thatch roof, uh, Silas is walking along with you. Bull goes and finds his own spot because he's a big boy. Um, you pass through this little market area and you actually see there is a foreign merchant set up here, tiny little stall with like a cart and a mule. Um, and one of the first things you notice on his cart and people actually coming up and buying from him are firearms. Oh. Um, this is fairly new to the tribe. They're actually adopting this technology um, because fuck, it's useful. Um, less for hunting, more for defense. Um, but you do see that he's got a little bit. Uh, seems to be of... Uh, probably like a competitor to Molinark, a lot of his stuff. Um, but f- not to say firearms are the only things he has. Mm-hmm. He has like a wide variety of goods and you see people trading furs and uh, crafted objects to him instead of money. Um, the few who do have money uh, don't seem to spend it very flippantly. Um but yeah, as you step past, you see this very Victorian, aka Constanian looking gentleman in like almost desert clothes because it is a little hotter uh, here. Uh, it looks like he probably came up from the south. Uh, slick back, uh, black hair, very nice like handlebar mustache curled at the ends. Looks like a proper like like vendor out of uh, out of London mm-hmm. um, little little straw boater hat uh, but he's just leaning on his stall his mule off to the side crunching on on food and he sees you walk through and he's like oh hello hello there oh god hello. shut up 
You are definitely not from here. How can I assist you? Uh, I need bullets. Bullets, I have. Bullet. Uh, what sort of uh, what sort of firearm? A uh, pistol and a big ass <laughs> gun. May uh, I? May I see? To- oh, sure. And I whip the Overwatch out of the bag. Oh God, yeah. that is gorgeous. Thank you. Is that a Molinock? It is indeed. May I take a look at it? Be very careful. Absolutely, of course. And he reaches out. And you can see he knows his guns. Um, he sets it down on the counter after clearing things away. Um, he says, well, the good news is Mr. Molinock does have standardized calibers. So this should be easy to make ammunition for. Um, and he's, like, inspecting it. And you see he actually gets, like, a little cloth out and a little, like, thing of oil and, like oils up some of the moving moving parts. He says, this is just gorgeous. You should really clean it more often, but this is I, beautiful. I don't take it out and use it very often, but... Uh, well, I do have a, uh, a fairly cheap kit for uh, cleaning up these weapons, if you would like one. Um, and he, How cheap are we talking? Uh, a gold? Yeah, it's comes, comes with one of these little oil bottles, a uh, brush... Uh, specific items for tightening things, loosening things, pulling it apart, what have you. Sure. Throw All it right. in there. And he leans down under the counter and pulls out this little, like, leather roll and sets it out. And he unrolls it to show you everything in there. And it's just basically, like, gun care tools. Um, rolls that back up, ties it. It's got says, a little booklet in it. It's like, how to care for your first gun. It literally does have a pamphlet in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, which... Speaking of, actually, um, this pamphlet looks weird. The text is perfect. <gasps> the printing press has oh. been invented. Here comes Guggenheim. Hey. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's perfect. All of the letters, each, like every A looks ev- like every other A. Who? You've never seen anything like this. Who has handwriting like this? Oh dear, this is not hand... You haven't been to Constanos recently, have you? No. This is not handwriting. This is, um... Oh, what do they call it? Uh, the... I believe it's the automatic print machine. Um, I'll show you. And he, uh, goes, digs into his cart. he's got a typewriter. He does have a typewriter. Um, this is... I forget what it's actually called in this world, but it's basically called an... Uh, oh, it's called an auto-writer. Um, but he pulls out this thing that looks almost like a cash register, like a modern cash register, um, but big. Um, and with all these different keys on it that have letters, uh, basic uh, punctuation, and it has this little moving bar at the top. It says, this... Um, let me let me type you up an invoice. And he goes and starts typing like wicked fast. And you just hear. I don't have to pay extra for this, do I? No, not at all. He's having so much fun. He he is. It's brand new. Like these things are top of the line. Like only rich people have this shit right now. Um. But he, like, types all this stuff out in, like, the, the gun kit, like, abbreviated, and he writes down the price. Um, he says, as for ammunition, um, how many 
are you looking to buy? I can uh, sell you... Uh, I do have cases. I can also sell by the bullet. I need... I'm probably going to need a case... Uh, cases situation. I have... I don't want to buy anything for a while, so... All right. Well, for the uh, larger gun there, that is most certainly a fifty caliber. Um, and he goes and uh, digs around and he pulls out this little paper like verging on cardboard like thick paper box um, and opens it up and shows you that it's got like these little slots in it where the actual um, shots sit packed into their little cases um, and then he, he sets that out in front of you he says uh, that's a case of 20 I don't have very many of those this is about it that I'm willing to sell for the moment um, this will uh, be sorry how much was that uh, for a case of 50 caliber, that'll be 50 gold. Okay. Uh, but they're all pre-packed. Uh, they're in shells, so you won't have to load everything manually. Oh. Oh, um, nice. And uh, he digs around and pulls out two cases for your uh, pistol. says, now these are just the classic uh, ball variety with gunpowder included. Um or wait, no, your, yours takes shells specifically. Yeah. So he takes those away and puts out two cases of shells. Says these come at 25 each as they're a little easier to make. And those are 50 in a pack of those two or? Uh, 20 per case. 20 per case. Okay. So you have 20 for the Overwatch, 40 oh, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. Pepper Box. So, I don't know. Uh, for the Ace of Spades. Uh, okay. So. Overall, have- 100 gold for all of it. All right. 101 if you count the gun kit you got a deal fantastic and he types it all out on his little machine and at the little ding he just rips it off the thing and uh uh sort of uh after you pay it he writes down that it has has been paid he says would you like a receipt um yeah sure why not (laughs) oh my god this guy (laughs) These are um, like he, those people that you go to their houses and they're, they've just upgraded to a smart home and they're like, hey, Google, can you please <laughs> set it to 68.5 degrees in here? I'm feeling a bit warm. <laughs> okay. Let me do I that will. for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he hands you the finished piece of paper. Um, and uh, as you're doing this, Silas has been watching this kind of interestedly. Um but he, he stays quiet for a moment. You see him eyeing that auto writer, thinking like, hmm, that would be fun to have. Um, but yeah, he, he hands you all your stuff, puts in a nice paper bag for you. Uh, it has a stamp on the front of it that has like the name of his company. Um, it's like, probably be like, uh, God, probably be like the North Irakel Trading Company or some shit like that. Just, just, going off like the East India Trading Company. Uh, it's a um, pleasure doing business with you, sir. A pleasure with you, too. You have bought me out <laughs> of what I have to sell for now. Um, lovely. I'll have to head back down to Constanos. Um, I do have a question for you, though. Mm-hmm. That gun, yeah. how in the world did you get something like that? Uh, I have a few connections to... Mr. Molinark. Uh-huh. Hmm. 
you it wouldn't a- be willing to share how you got these connections? I don't want to give away all my cards. All right. It'd be... I would love to commission something like that from him, but the wait period is insane. Tell him that Marin Veneer uh, spoke with you. I will do that. Thank you. I appreciate it. And he looks at Silas. He's like, and how can I help you, sir? And Silas says, "Uh, I'm all right for the moment. Thank you. Wouldn't it be hilarious if this guy goes up to him and he's like, Marin Veneer sent me. And the guy's just like, who the fuck is that? No, you know so. Okay. It would be super yeah. funny, though. No. That's, <laughs> who the fuck that, are you? He, You're not getting free pizza. Right. He, pers- <laughs> he, per- <laughs> uh, he personally uh, made the Overwatch for me. So oh, wow. Yeah. I told you this. I'm sure you mm-hmm. did. I had a big old model. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah, I just... Oh um, Goldfish brains gone. gone. As you as you step away from this, stall, I am the Travis of this uh, this campaign. <laughs> anyway, as you step away from the stall, Silas takes your hand as you walk. I pull it away, and he looks over at you. He sort of did it without thinking, and he doesn't say anything. He just follows alongside you. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, when we get back to our little hut thing, I guess we gotta talk about this, don't we? Um, okay, sorry. I'm ready. Um, yeah, when we get back, there's like, I'm assuming like a bed or somewhere Um, to sit. I'm assuming. There are some chairs in there, but it looks like whatever sleeping arrangements have been taken away with whoever left. You guys do have, like, bedrolls and such in your pack, so you should be okay. Okay. And it's not, like, dirt floor, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna sit on whatever there is to sit on. And just kind of, like, hands in my lap, not looking at him. Silas sits down across from you. I know you're mad at me. And I'd just like you to tell me that you are so we can move past that. I don't see what purpose that will serve. Don't roll your eyes at me. Don't. Because I deserve it. Maybe. So good at it. I learned from my mom so well. Mm-hmm. Oh god. We've had a lot of practice. Mm. Yes. And dad. Anyway. Mm. I just So what? You're just going to move on like 
it never happened? No. But I don't see what good it will serve because it won't change anything. You made a deal and all we can do is hope that we can either figure out some way out of it or if you do end up having to give this woman what she wants, it doesn't end up badly. Honestly, I've thought about it over and over and every option that I have is shit. If we try and get out of the deal with Senna, then maybe she's upset, in which case we die. If she's not upset, then I still have a tether and we're back to square one and we go kill Kyla and then we basically open up the spot for me to take her place. They're all bad options and I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm just feeling a little hopeless right now. I don't know what to say that doesn't just end up being the equivalent to be patient. We can't do anything where we are now. We can only plan for the future. But all I ask is that before you do anything else with this Senna or make any other deals out of desperation, you at least talk to someone. It's it can be hard to see your options when you have tunnel vision and other people can help with that. Okay. Uh I will be honest with you. I am angry. Less at you and more at the circumstance. I'm quite frankly pissed off about it all. But that doesn't help anything. You can say that you're angry with me. In a way, yes. I am. But I am more angry at the things that made you feel like you had to make these deals at the people who put you in this situation at my mother. 
I only wish I had the ability to kill her from here. It wouldn't solve all of our problems, but it'd stop any new ones from cropping up. She's done nothing but try to ruin everything we have. I know. And she's been doing nothing but trying to control me and then you. And you actually see a hint of like Silas actually getting angry. You can see his fists are like balled up in his lap. But that's about all he shows for the moment. I just... I just wanted to make things better in Moore's Rest. And things keep happening that make that impossible. I don't think it's impossible. I just... I feel painted into a corner right now and a lot of that is my fault. No. It's not your fault. While I'm not happy with your reactions, it is not your fault that you're in this corner. Someone did this to you. Someone made you a puppet. Someone made you afraid. Someone took away your free will and made you scared to be around us. Again, I'm not happy with some of your reactions, but God, how can I really blame you? I I know if I were in your position, I'd probably be doing the same things. And maybe you, oh, mm-hmm? no, go ahead. I'll go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe the deal itself, sure, I'll accept that, but I didn't have to lie to you, especially after you've been trying to open up more to me. I, that was the first thing I did when I married you. (laughs) pretty shitty. I'm sorry. It's been on my mind a lot. But I don't think I don't know what I think. There's just been too much in too short of a time. I can't get my head straight about how I feel about any of this. All I know is that when we left Moore's Rest, We had a plan. 
for what we were going to do. We were going to get you free. We were going to finish Alistair. And then once all of that was said and done, I don't know about anybody else, but then I was going to finish with my mother and try to find some sense of normalcy after. I don't even know what normalcy looks like. I don't know either. I was raised a, a practically in a closet. And then one day I was expected to be a king. I don't deserve any pity for the rich lifestyle or anything of that sort, but I don't know what normal is. I don't know how normal people live. I I don't even know what a normal relationship looks like. You were the closest sense of normal that I've probably ever had outside my grandfather. Just the knowledge that without fail, there was someone waiting for me, or I had someone to wait for. I mean, besides Sylphie, you were that for me. You are that for me. All I really want at this point is just to get rid of the things that are trying to ruin everything and then figure out what normal is with you. I'm sure we'll have many fights, many long talks as we get our heads straight, but I, I can't in good conscience just explode at you for reacting out of fear and being unsure. I want to. Gods know I want to, but that wouldn't be right. It's definitely what I earned. Shut up. You're in a position no one should ever be in. And I'll get angry at you later when we don't feel like cornered rats. When we're both thinking clearly and we don't feel like we're going to die at any moment's notice. Then, I will get angry at you. But for now, in order to get out of this mess, we need to be a team. So, there's something else that I haven't told you. It, it's not something I've been keeping. I, last night, 
when I attacked you and Kit. Um, I remember everything. I... It was the worst fucking thing I have... I saw myself hurt you two. And I know that's not normal, and... No. I try... I'm trying to... be objective about it, and... I don't know. I don't know what that means. But I just know I don't want to do it again. Well... I think we can assume that, considering my mother's interest in you, you must be different in some way. Different from other walkers, or at least what little bit we know about them. And he glances toward the door of this little house that you're sitting in and says, I was hoping to speak with some of the elders about this walker thing. From what I understand about walkers, they were created from a, almost a perversion of Dolmarig magic. Something gone wrong that was then harnessed by other people. The true walkers were created by the Highland cult. But before that, the Dalmarig, the Manamar, they must know where this comes from. I, it's probably a long shot, but I did some reading, especially about Kit and the whole werewolf thing. I found a few few books left undamaged in Arden that morning that I left, and it turns out that curses like lycanthropy and vampirism and even walkers are all horribly mangled versions of previous Dalmaric magic. So if anyone's going to know maybe a, a, a route to some of this, some angle we can attack it from, I would hope it would be these traditional people. And if we can't find the answers here, we're going to Amnoblin. We can talk to people there. I'm even willing to go find skinwalkers, because they know some of this. They use it to their advantage. I'm willing to parlay with them just to get information. Or whatever Kit decides to do, I suppose. Yeah. But we're, we're going to be going to places that are steeped in Dalmaric tradition. We should be able to learn something along the way. 
these people in Manamar, they may not know quite as much, but maybe if we can find people related to Zarai, who the Berserker curse and eventually Lycanthropy came from, we can learn more about this type of magic. I... I would really like to get a hold of a cultist and just interrogate them. Yeah. But they don't have as, quite as much of a presence here in Irakel. We'll have to do that when we get to Amnoblin. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of stuff will move further along once we get up there. And when we get to Sigurafir, I would like to make a stop in the city to the Grand Library there. There is immense amounts of both modern and traditional information there that maybe we could find something. I would even I would even like to try someone who's a uh, try to find someone who's a former walker if we could. But I have a feeling your situation is unique. Yeah. I mean if we want to keep talking to Senna, she said she used to be. I don't think her circumstance is quite the same, though. No. If the stories about her are true, then she was probably a walker to Olga Heidelin or Vecna. And her situation can't be like yours because... She's immortal. Yeah. I would... I would like to keep her out of things as much as possible. But I understand that we're a bit stuck. There... The... I keep just remembering stupid shit that I've done. I pull out the needle. And he nods. He did see you get that. Or he saw something happen. He doesn't know exactly. I got this from her as an extra precaution. I'll be able to know if it comes now and I can stick myself with this and maybe stave it off. What did you give her? Favor ode. That's all she said. Marin. I know. I know. You're... You're starting to get into my territory. What sort of territory is that? Deals with patrons. Yeah, well... I'm not 14, I'm an adult. And I'm making these stupid decisions, so... When it comes to immortal beings, I don't think it really matters how old any of us are. I promise I won't I'm not going to do anything else I just it was in the moment and I 
panicked. I... I know. Ashley saw. I figured. Whenever she asks you for this favor, please don't say yes right away. Just give us some heads up if you can. I will help you. I know it's, it may be something that you can't say no to, but just stall. Okay. In your, in what you've researched about walkers, do you know Do you know... Uh, trying to think of how to ask this. Whoever came up when I talked to Kit, they picked up our conversation immediately. They knew what he and I were talking about. So... They, they knew that we were talking about getting a staff. They already have the upper hand, and they probably know about Senna. I don't know what else they know. You're worried that they have been listening for a long time. Yes. Shit. But I don't know if they can see what I'm thinking. One second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, that's in my phone. Silas may be able to help with something, I wonder. Let me see Whoa. what he's got. Um... Lighten that incense. I lit a candle. Oh, okay. I got an alpine forest candle, so it just makes my entire living room smell like... Tree. Pine tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad smell. No, it's a good smell. I like it. Yeah. This lore research break brought to you by absolutely nothing. <laughs> yep. We actually do need to go on break here in a moment. Um, Brought to you by green candles. 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 They smell good. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know a lot of candles that smell bad, but I I've run across a couple. It's not yeah. not pleasant. Yeah. It's like when you buy the candles from the dollar store and they end up being like Birdie Bot's every flavor candles. And you're oh. like, oh god, what is this what's this one gonna be? Mm-mm. Yeah. And then jokes on you, they're all garbage. <laughs> they all smell like vanilla. Yeah. Or not good vanilla either. Yeah, like Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't. I also. I don't like sandalwood. It just smells. Sandalwood's like, okay. Mm, me, I'm me personally. I'm just kind of like me. Mm. Sandalwood in like a cologne smells like old guy to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Um, mm. Yeah, like old guy who wears a tie every day. <laughs> yeah, and that I don't know. That just worries me on a spiritual level. But yeah. <laughs> And then he has to, like, well, I don't know, you're a dude, so maybe he doesn't do that to you, but he has to, like, touch you, like, every time he yes. talks to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. The yeah. lower back hand. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, know. God. <laughs> Ugh. I hate that. I hate it, too. And it's always, like, it's never, like, a firm touch or a light touch. It's, like, right in the middle where it's, like, uncomfortable. And you're, yeah. like, oh, make a decision. Yeah. Um. Okay, so, <laughs> Silas. <laughs> press, um, press pause. <laughs> okay, press play. Uh, yeah. Don't pause, press play. Boom, 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 boom. Sorry, song. Um, uh, he reaches out his hands to you. Says, you once said that you could remember things that happened while you were dead. Mm-hmm. Would you let me see yeah and he don't, holds on his hands to you we have, we have to have some stipulations here you can't nothing else that's not related to that no Okay. just bring it to the forefront of your mind remember anything you can I'm not going to go digging. Okay. And I hesitantly take his hands. He uh, closes his hands around yours, and he is going to cast Detect Thoughts. Uh, I'm not going to At ninth level. (laughs) Well, because he's a warlock, he cast it at the highest level possible so it would be 5th level. Just rips your brain right out. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> um, Weird. Just a nervous system on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's about all you are at the moment, anyway. I mean, Great, uh, in real life that's not literally, nervous, like, all we are. Not a nervous system, but a nervous system. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was so clever. System of a down. Yeah. <laughs> um, initially learned surface thoughts what's most on its mind in the moment. So he would see basically what you're worried and thinking about currently. Is there anything you haven't told him that you were currently worried about? No, I don't think I've told him. Oh, I haven't told him. This is just stuff that I just keep forgetting. Um, Uh I haven't told him that Sylphie was part of the deal. Oh, Um, okay. I can't think of anything. Yeah, that was what I was. That was what I was kind of thinking about too. Is like he would learn details of your deal. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Give me the deeds. You choose not to save against the wisdom save. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, you do feel after a moment just this. Not necessarily pressure, but just a presence almost sweeping back through your head. 
Um, you can almost like feel like tongue just this... licking your brain. Ah! No, it's it's more like it's like a almost like a fuzz mesh just goes through your head. Kind of like a little chill, like when you get a chill. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I know it, what you're talking about. It it sort of starts behind your eyes, goes up through your brain, and then you just feel a chill go through your entire yeah. body, starting from your spinal cord. Mm-hmm. Um, and you start to see thoughts that aren't necessarily at the forefront things that maybe are fuzzy possibly due to trauma or death or both um start to come forward a little bit further until it's almost like watching a movie of your own memories these hazy flashes of being in this pool of red that's red like blood but too thin to be blood um, you can, you're in this memory, you were unable to move, but as Silas sort of takes over, you find your peripheral vision becoming clearer in this memory. And one of the first things you see for sure that you already knew was there was Cynthia and Wedna, mm-hmm. but you also notice more people. Mm-hmm. You don't have details to their faces, but you know they're there. And you can see, as you're seem to be sort of floating face up, there's a stone vaulted ceiling above you. And you see almost what looks like two bridges coming up to your right that join onto this circular stone platform that reminds you of almost like a cistern in a sewer, but clean and not like not all gross and sludgy um and there's blood dripping off of this central platform as you watch somebody whose face you you can't make out somebody tall and broad holding another person a girl maybe 14 15 with red hair holding her as they've just drawn a knife across the front of her neck and next to you, they just push her into the pool and she sinks out of your sight. Um, and whoever this person is, you can vaguely hear a feminine voice as they point to you. And do you speak Draconic? I don't think so. Hold on. Uh, no. Okay. You don't know what they say. Um... You see them point to you and say something, and somebody in a black cloak steps forward, reaches out, just puts a hand over your face, and pushes you under. And that's sort of the end of that specific memory. Um, But another one comes forward as well, one that you only remember just a flash of, but instead of sort of a movie in front of your face this memory that you weren't sure was actually a memory, you thought maybe it was a dream, is this almost like a still 3D of somebody hovering over you, this older man with a graying beard uh, in a gray cloak, um, holding this, uh, a similar knife to the person who sacrificed the girl, holding it up with the tip of it angled towards uh, your neck. Um, And you can sort of 
almost look around in this still frame and see Cynthia in the background in a white cloak and see Wedna there next to her and a familiar uh, wait who saw the sun elf the admiral okay um, you see a sun elf that actually to you would be familiar as well Marin you've seen her around Moore's rest before uh, working with oh, Cynthia. Oh, yeah, the one who is Mackinon Cynthia. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. I was like, oh, um, yeah, I saw her. Yes, that yes. Was, yeah, that was you. You see her not in a Heidelin style cloak. She's in nice but plain clothes. Um, and you can see more figures around whose faces you can't make out. Um, and this is sort of all you get of that specific vision. Um, what you do notice about yourself in these visions, however, is something you didn't notice before, either because it was too traumatizing to remember, or because you're just like, nope, not happening, um, is you notice your own body in these where you have, I mean, you're, you're bare, you have no clothing, your body is rotted, like you've been dead for a decade. Um but slightly still slightly still preserved almost like desiccated instead of rotted um and it's disturbing for the most part um but it does tell you that you were dead when these things happened and probably by virtue of being a walker you actually remember something something was happening in these scenes to do with you being a walker um, but those are the only things you can really pull clearly and only with Silas's help um, and as he's sort of combing through these memories and taking in all the detail he can you actually see as he notices these details and your just ruined body in these scenes you actually see him tear up a little bit um, and finally, as you finish with this still scene, he pulls away from you and you notice, even though you don't feel anything, your hands feel normal, you see steam and almost smoke drifting out from his gloves, um, this black and gray smoke, and he just closes his hands quickly. Um, you can actually hear sizzling under his gloves. Are you okay? What? I'm fine. It, it happens sometimes when I go a little too far. That was awful. I kind of put my hands on my knees, kind of like, like drooping my head down a little bit because I'm feeling a little woozy myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you see he sort of works a glove off one of his hands and you can see outside of the mark on his palm the very ring around it and sort of the exposed skin in between the ink is reddened almost like he's been burned um and he just flexes his hands a couple his hand a couple times and says well i don't think we necessarily learned anything too unexpected no but 
We have something to ask about. These ceremonies, these rituals. Uh, You didn't recognize any of those people besides your mom and... I... I couldn't... I couldn't recognize anyone you didn't recognize. But I did hear that woman. She sound familiar. Does, does Silas speak draconic? No. Let me check his character sheet. Ben, it sounds like there's a small child in your apartment. <sighs> there was one in the hallway, and they insist on making noise. <laughs> he does not speak draconic. He does speak infernal, but not draconic. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you can hear him like muttering to himself, trying to almost muddle out the phrase he heard. Um, but he can't he can't hold on to it because the syllables don't make any sense to him. Um, he sighs and says, God damn it, if it had been writing, I could have read it, but I can't understand it when it's spoken. But draconic, that's a clue. Wasn't, and he stops and looks at you and he says, isn't Kyla Urvela a dragonborn? Is she? Yes, you do know that she is. Okay, yeah. She's a silver dragonborn. She's a silver dragonborn. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. This is maybe, it's a long shot, but maybe it was her. Why did they take you all the way to Amnoblin? It was... Now, you told me this, Taylor. Hmm? It, it was on Del and Dane. You yes. You told me that it was. Yes. Does Marin know that? Um, She probably would have worked it out. Okay. It was on Del and Dane. I don't know if that makes a difference. I... Is that a holiday? It's kind of a solstice type thing. Uh, uh, I don't know much about it myself, but... Maybe... Well, Delon Dane... Dane is the Thunar word for day. So Kit's people may know what it is. Delon... Perhaps that's linked to Heidelin? Possibly. Dylan Dane. I, I don't know. I don't know either. We'll have to ask. Yeah. But I'm. Sounds like there's a lot that we have to ask them, actually. Yes. But, but. the The original thing that I was wondering is if if they don't know what I'm thinking. And maybe that's how we need to formulate a plan. A new plan. What do you mean? I... They already know we're coming for the staff. Or, you know, who knows what else. Your mom... Your mother knows everything. She seems to. Yeah, and... If we keep talking about this out loud... 
she could pop in at any moment and know exactly what we're doing and where we're going. I can only speak to you mentally. I, you can't speak back. Unless I read your mind, which takes a lot of magic. And then I've no idea how to get Kit into the mix, except to do more of it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just... That might be our best option. I can't write anything down. They'll see what I write. I can't... You know, I... I don't know. That seems like... Something... I don't know. If it takes a lot out of you, then maybe we just reserve it for special occasions, I guess, but... Well, we can try a bit as we make our way to Amnoblin. We'll have the voyage to at least do some of it. I can... I can talk to Kit and Bull and then I can pass the information to you without speaking. And then I can try to put your input in with magic. It's, I'm not going to be able to do much every day, but I can at least do some. Okay. I suppose our communication is going to be limited in that aspect, so are you comfortable trusting us? The less you know, maybe the safer you'll be, the safer we'll all be. Yeah, there's no other way around it, so. We'll ask Kit if he has any ideas as well. Okay. I suppose we can ask Bull as well, but he's not really a magic user. Yeah. I'm... We are going to fix this. I promise. And then we can fight all we want about the choices we made. Because trust me, there will be a fight. Looking forward to it. I'm sure. Someone has to tell you how stupid you are sometimes. Yeah. Otherwise, I keep making stupid mistakes. So. Exactly. I kind of... No. Oh, no. No, go ahead. Uh, I kind of absently try and reach out for him, but then I stop myself and pull myself back. He reaches out for your hand with his still-gloved hand. I... I don't know if... I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't care. I care. I... I... It's a wrong choice of words. I do care, but... God damn it, I just want to spend time with my wife. I don't want my mother or any of her lackeys ruining things. I don't... 
I just, like I said, I just want some sense of normal. And if normal comes with a risk, fuck it, I'll take it. I know I'm not the only one taking that risk, but I can't just sleep in a separate room, never hold your hand, never spend any time around you. remember hurting you and I just I don't want to do that again I I know I I don't trust you any less because I know it wasn't you I know I need to be careful but There are just some things I'm willing to risk. I I don't know what they're after, what they're trying to do. I don't know why they chose that moment other than to scare us. I, I think honestly, that's really what it was. I think so too. I They let me go as soon as can't pull me under the water I we we know why that is though they don't they don't want to lose their I'm sorry for saying it but their toy you have a greater purpose to them they're not going to let you die easily yeah. and even though it's difficult to believe I don't think my mother wants to kill me. She doesn't want... She doesn't want to run things herself. And by rights, I am still the king of Moore's Rest. I'm sure she could, if we ever decided to work with her, she could weasel me back in easily. I don't think she wants either of us dead in the end. She wants us for a purpose. The King of the Arbiters and a leader of the Hydaelyn cult, what more could she possibly want? No, I think you're right. So I think for our sake, for now, we leave dealing with her for last. And we need to find out who has control of you. Yeah, that's... yeah. I would be honestly shocked if it were actually her. I don't think it's her either. She doesn't like getting her hands dirty. Exactly. So. So we focus on Kyla now. We do what my mother thinks she wants. And I think if we stay on that path, she'll leave us be for now. In her words, when I was young, we behaved like good little children. And we bide our time. Okay. So, we focus there and decide from 
Again, reminders to be scared. I think we should be okay for now. Okay, I just... The moment I give any indication that it's coming, you're... I can't ask you to run away. No, you can't. But you're on your guard and understand that you're not dealing with me anymore. I'm well aware. I have... uh... I have a few ideas for how to at least hold you in place. And clearly Kit can do it as well. If all else fails, we'll have Bull tackle you. A few broken ribs is... I will definitely... Well, all right. Well, I wonder if we should talk to Kit about that too, because now with this extra incentive, I don't know how much that Gesh spell is really going to I guess be needed I don't I don't know I honestly don't know if it'll work I don't either because it's meant to control you not the person controlling you we'll have to see but I hope we won't need to see yeah And I'm not above taking on a few IOU favors from Dulthair if I need to. No. No. Last last resort, I promise. If I'm not allowed to make any more deals, then you shouldn't either. Well, he's my patron and the source of all my power, so I'm sort of stuck with him. Unless you'd like me to be a useless human. You're not useless you say otherwise depending on your mood so I'm not inclined to believe you <laughs> Ben's just crunching away in the background yep. just chewing <laughs> my gum mm, drama mm. Um, this is me in the movie theater just watching yep. <laughs> don't mind me just watching but yeah. he takes both your hands and says we're going to figure this out we're going to get you free you're going to get me free as well eventually and fuck it we're going back to the caravan and we're going to spend a few months with them just wandering around being circus idiots (laughs) what is your special talent that you're going to bring to them (laughs) mind reading Mm. I could join Luca I could make his tarot more authentic there we go. I will no. charge an arm and a leg for it. I'll play your background music. <laughs> um, and he gives your hands a little squeeze, and he says, and I'm hoping Sylphie will be there with us, too. I was going I know to tell I'm, you about that. I know I'm not the only reason you made these deals. And we're going to have a talk about that at some point, too. But I'm exhausted emotionally and physically. And 
I don't want to do anything else today. I'm just going to, like, bury myself in him, like, wrap him up and just, like, snuggle in. Yeah. Um, with you guys' sort of bed stuff set out on the floor, he just lays down with you and you guys just sort of fall asleep like that. Mm. Just all, all cuddled. Um... With that, we're going to go to break because yeah. that was supposed to be 40 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> we always do this. We get like wrapped up in a scene. Yeah. Um, but yes, take us to break. We will be back in about okay. 10 minutes. Fairly well. All right. And we're back. We're back. We're back. All the soft J's. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Kit. Oh, God. So, you said you were looking for Osana. Yeah, Osana. Osana. Your, your practically aunt who taught you to hunt. Yes. Um, you, as you see your friends go off, um, Ren does tell you that he still lives in the same place you guys used to live. So, you go to drop off some of your stuff because you'll be probably staying with him. Up mm-hmm. to you. Um, on your way, um, as you're in the house, like setting your stuff down, you do see that like some of your old things that you left behind are like neatly packed into a little crate in the corner, just uh-huh. waiting for you to ever come back. So there's like your old bedroll and blanket and so on. Everything's clean and tidy. Um, but while you're in there, um, you do hear the door open behind you. <laughs> And you hear a familiar voice uh, say, Kit, you're back. Oh, is it Vasco? It is Vasco. Uh, wait, I thought Ren lived with Ruzar. Um, sorry, that, I should correct that to next to. My bad. Ah. He's 15 now, so he wouldn't live with them. Ah. He would have his own home. Okay, so Vasco lives. Doesn't get along with me. Okay. Bad damn. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, so from your notes, you already know that uh-huh. when Kit was young, Kit was Vasco's favorite. Mm-hmm. No, like, just absolutely hands down. Uh, potentially even favored Kit over his own kid. Um, but when Kit left the tribe to take jobs from Skull, his opinion began to degrade. Mm. Um, but he's standing, just leaning in the doorway, looking at you, mildly surprised and almost looking happy to see you. Says, it's about time that you visited again. Yeah, I figured since I was in the area, I might as well stop in. Indeed. How's it going uh, working for the school abroad? I'm actually working for myself now. What are you mean? Become an entrepreneur? Yeah, yeah. I actually, you should see it. I uh, sell poison by the gallons. Indeed. What, did you scoop it out of the uh, factory runoff in the cities? No, I can make it. Great. 
He just stares at you for a moment, okay. sort of looking well, you up and down. Good. Did you just come here to chastise me, or did you have something else to talk about? I'm just curious why you keep on coming back. Uh, because why? I because I care, like a little. Maybe. Do you? I going off to fix all the skulls' problems rather than your own people's. Oh, Jesus, it's like talking to a Republican at Thanksgiving. Indeed it is! <laughs> Vasco, uh, I mean, GOP in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, if you, if that's what you want to believe, you're, you're welcome to continue believing that. But um, I would actually like to visit people who have half a brain cell, like your wife and a couple of other people. So, uh, if you'll excuse me, I have other things to do besides listen to you be judgmental alright and he steps out of the doorway to let you go and I walk on by yeah Um, he (laughs) watches you go he watches you go and um, while yeah you probably don't care about his opinions other people do so Mm. Just, just be aware of that, that, like, he has some sway. He's, like, he's, like, a dude who has, like, he, he's, like, um, Ryan's dad. He has sway with the local gun club. Are we talking about my book? Yes. Cool. I literally, I murdered him in the book. <laughs> yeah? Okay. I mean, the I guess I could t- murder this one. You can do whatever um, you want. Oh my um, God. But you do you do see um, not far behind Vasco is Tessa, mm. uh, his wife, your aunt. Um, she's she still very much loves you, but she is. I literally modeled these two after Ryan's parents. Just because. that is terrifying. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So she is pretty quiet about okay. what he does, um, but she does see you step out and she walks up to just hug you straight out. I give her a hug back. Even with Vasco standing there watching. And as she pulls back, she's this very beautiful, older, Elusir lady. Um, Similar, uh, even though the two of you are not related by blood, you're related by marriage. She does have a similar sort of auburn hair color. So people have always assumed that she's your blood aunt and not, and that Vasco is not your uncle because you look nothing like him. Mm -hmm. Um, But... uh, she's always been very like gentle with you and she's probably one of the few people that didn't judge you when you chose a non-traditional totem Mm. um but yeah she just steps back and like takes you by the face and it's just like you just keep getting taller and taller soon you're going to be taller than me i should stop eventually well maybe and she like glances over your shoulder at Vasco, who steps away. Um, she says, "He's not giving you too much trouble, is he?" I mean, the same amount of trouble he usually is. It's just, well, I, you know, because all the elders told me that I built the lodge, and apparently he's like upset about how I do it. He doesn't like anything that doesn't follow on with tradition. Old ways are quickly becoming scarce. Yes, he and doesn't if, believe in uh, 
adaptation by anyone's uh, anyone say so but his. Mm. And she just hugs you again and sighs and says, I don't know how long you stay in this time, but um, you're welcome around for dinner anytime he's off hunting. Well, I will keep that in mind. And Zaloa would like to see you again. She's missed you a lot. Uh, she and uh, Roma. I may have some... Who's Roma? Roma is Osana and Ruzar's kid. Oh. Uh, they, they've they been friends with you since you were itty bitty tiny. Roma. There we go. And Zaloa. Gotcha. Okay. Well, sort I of may... like... If, if you want to imagine it this way, uh, Roma, Zaloa, and Kit were like their own little trio that just like begrudgingly accepted Ren in as like the little brother of the group. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that kind of dynamic. Gotcha. Well, there may be some things that will help them feel less restless here. Honestly, Kit, I was hoping that they'd follow in your example and leave why and she sort of motions around her she's like this place is dying kit it's we can't go home and clearly no one wants us to stay here maybe we can breathe some life back into it I don't know how I've got some ideas You've always been the one with the plan. I've at least always been the one with the money. <laughs> That's true, at least for the past four or five years or so. It's, um, come by when you can. I'm, uh, I've got a lot of things to do, so I can't stay long, but you're welcome anytime Blasco is not around. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Yeah, and she she takes you by the face again and kisses your forehead. She's always been very, very touchy feely with you, especially after your parents died. Um, but she sort of pats you on the shoulder and heads off to her home. Um, but if you're still looking for Osana, mm -hmm. uh, you can probably find her. She's mostly a hunter, but you do know that she is a member of the Watch, much to Vosco's disdain. Um, so you probably find her at a watch post within the village. It doesn't take long. It's not a big village. Um, but the watch posts have these sort of... Uh, they have sort of like these covered sheds uh, and lean-tos that they sit in during the day when they're just watching the perimeter uh, where the scouts go out and actually patrol. Uh, so you find her find her in one of these little lean-tos uh, made of, like, branches and thatch, uh, like, bush branches and thatch, and, like, even bits of um, some of the more northern-growing cactus just, like, layered over each other to keep the rain off whenever it does rain. Um, and she's just sitting on this little pallet and keeping an eye out, sort of scanning back and forth. Uh, as uh, you can I come try up, to sneak up on her? You can try. Okay. I will stealth. Uh, but first, I don't have any of those spells anymore, so I will just stealth. Okay. Natural 20. 
Oh. Uh, For a 27. (laughs) That'll beat her passive. So yeah, you sneak up behind this lean-to in sort of the blind spot. What do you do? I like lean in next to her ear and I'm like, hey. (laughs) Don't punch me. Don't punch me. Um, As you lean in next to her, she doesn't hit you, she doesn't hurt you, but she reaches up and grabs you like in the back of the neck and pulls you down so like your head is stuck against her shoulder. And she sets down the spear that was in her hands and just messes your hair. Oh no. And like pinches your ear before she lets you go. She's like, hey kid, what's up buddy? Hi, yeah, your husband said I had to talk to you. God. Well, anytime you come visit, you have to talk to me. I am That's, the matriarch of your family. That, I suppose. Well, kind of. I mean... You're my kid, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you're okay to see, I guess. What took you so long to come back? Um... Oh Lots God. of work with uh, Dana, was it? Uh, well, it was some work with Dana. Um... And it turned into, oh, I actually made friends. And I was, oh. Yeah, I was trying oh. to, I was trying to, I know. Little and I was, Kit made friends. Stop, we're not going to talk about it. Outside of Roma and Zaloa. Ugh. <laughs> well. They must, be, they must be older than you. You don't make friends with people your Oh age. my God, she was so old. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were taking down bad people and good uh now i'm being hunted so and she like she like takes her hand and does this to you and is like oh look at my boy getting into trouble (laughs) uh yeah so she's always treated you like this yeah uh it's probably where you got your sarcasm from i'm feeling it yeah um her and probably your mom so, yeah. So I'm. Uh, some things have changed, but I guess mm-hmm. I'm still doing stuff and still trying to fix things or make them at least a little bit better. Good. That's all you can really hope to do. I did get to burn down a couple of buildings, and it felt really good. Whose buildings? Uh, well, I burnt down this like aristocrats building in some port that I can't remember anymore. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, he deserved it. And uh, I'm sure he was an aristocrat. I burnt down a ship that was being worked on in a shipyard uh, where they were selling slaves. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. We saved all of them. Um, Fuck yeah. And we took all their money. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. She just like claps you on the shoulder. Well, it almost hurts. That's, <laughs> the bad part is, is uh, now yeah. he turned one of his Revenge. friends into a lich. And so now he's like, uh, he's kind of after us. Yeah, it's. Oh, that is a special brand of revenge. It's not. Yeah. Mm, uh, so uh, and then one of his buddies turned me into a werewolf. So like, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, actually. I turn into a werewolf in front of her. <laughs> okay. Um, so. I in shift your... and the shift keeps going. 
Yeah, you shift into your coyote wild hunt, and then it just keeps on going until she's just like, nice. I don't understand you. Uh, I mean, uh, my totem's the wolf, but it's still difficult, buddy. I drop it. Um, yeah. Come back and like, shrink so, back into my clothes. Like, <laughs> so you're you're still the totem of the coyote, right? Yeah, I'm just a super yote now. Hmm. I'm a were yote. Interesting. I'm sure. I'm sure Vasco would hate to know that you're a werewolf. Oh, do you think it would get him to show me a little bit more respect? Uh, no. I think he would say that you were undeserving to have any part of his totem knowing him well our totem we have the same one but do you think if i stabbed him that would help don't stab your uncle what if i lit him slightly on fire listen he's an asshole but he does good things for this village i'm sure he does something that's good the only he does (sighs) his opinions just suck yeah um Oh, I also taught a little girl who was probably like five or six. I taught her how to burn buildings down. She was four. She was four. Um, She's four. I remember now. (laughs) Starting early. Okay. Yeah. Well, she took to it like, you know, really fast. Yeah. She took to it like a, what's the saying? Like a duck to water or like a, like a moose to pine trees. Um, Duck to water. (laughs) She, yeah. As Gira would say. And uh, so, yeah, she just seemed really excited. So I gave her a Molotov cocktail and she just she just went for it. Good. Yeah, we we sent her to go live with the circus. That sounds like that'll be a fantastic combination. She'll probably be a fire breather someday. Right. Hmm. She's got I gave her a career. God, why didn't I follow you last time you left? I mean, you could come with us this time if you want to try to kill the Highland cult. I, um, the okay. Um, I, I can't leave. I've got Roma and Ruzar. Oh, I know. And then Tessa, of course. But I've well, the good news is is that there's going to be a meeting called soon, and I've got some ideas to try to revitalize this place. Or save it. Or bring a little adventure here. Vasco is going to hate it. All of I'm it. I'm sure. Absolutely all of it. If it's not it's all going written, to involve Skull. Yeah, if it's not all written in some godly tenet, he'll hate it. I could have Jurgen write one up real quick. I don't think that'll work. Vasco knows the tenets by heart. What if I accidentally I mean, discovered one on my journey? The 11th tenet. Thou shalt be open unless, to new ideas unless you can go and carve it in pilgrim's pass real quick on the actual wall of tenets it's not going to work kiddo should we make a quick trip sure it's that way and she points north <laughs> there's uh, a little bit of a swim yeah it's gonna be <laughs> well the good thing is is that I can now also turn into fish you're wait you're druid yeah. What? Um, yeah. I 
Tull Donost adopted me, and I, like, hold up the ring. Like, uh... Shit. Yeah. So, I'm full druid now. And she stands up and bows to you. Oh, God. Don't do any of that, BS. She just grins. She's like, Master Druid Kit. Oh, my God. Your holiness. Do you think they'd be really upset if I grew a tree in the middle of town? A tree? No, they would absolutely fucking love it. Mm. Except Vosco, because it was your idea. Can we tell him someone else grew the tree? I'd rather not. I want to see him squirm. Oh, okay. What if I did He's an asshole. a lot of trees? Multiple trees. So many trees. You can just grow trees on a continent where there haven't been trees for centuries? Sure! Do I... it! Fuck okay. Vosco. Do you have an apple? No, they don't grow here. Okay, does anybody have, like, a fruit or a tree nut? They don't grow here. I know, but that doesn't mean you don't get them shipped in. We try to be self-sufficient. Go ask that merchant in town. I'm sure he's got something. That's true. I wonder if he's got something. Hmm. I'll find something. You just wait. I'm gonna... It'll be useful. Okay. Um, It'll be nice to have some shade. It'll... Won't be a ton of shade, but it'll be something. <laughs> nah, just do whatever will piss Vosco off the mm. most. Do I good could... things. He hates it when you oh, do good things. Man. What if he woke up in the morning and the entire town was just covered in wildflowers? Oh, I'd love to see his reaction. He would, You know what he would do? He'd walk out and say, oh, this is wonderful. This is great. And everybody would be like, oh, Kit did it. And he'd be like, this sucks. This isn't traditional. <laughs> yeah. Just because none of our druids are strong enough to do it. Speaking of, you can do that and our druids can't. Our druids can't? Not on a large scale. Oh, I thought maybe they got better. Um, they get better slowly, but let's be honest here, Kit. We've lost a lot of the old texts, the elders that used to teach us. It's all gone. They can only learn what they slowly figure out on their own. Maybe I can help with that for a little while. That would be amazing. But I... Yeah, I... Do you want to be a village elder? No. Um, I would really love it if you were. You'd piss off, like, literally everybody. half of everybody. Yeah. Uh, I have redone... It took me three days, but I redid basically the entire farming section of an island. I grew it all back. Jesus. So. It doesn't exist in this world. Um. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm sure well, I could... technically. I'm sure I could do something. Multiverse. Um, do it. Mm. Just stir the pot, Kit, please. I know. Make you. something happen in this afterthought of a fucking village. They must be so bored here. Oh my god, I am. Anytime anything actually happens, it's never good. True. I heard about the pirates. Yeah. And, and she she pulls down the collar of her shirt to like show her collarbone, and you see this huge slash that looks like it probably almost severed this muscle back here. Jesus. Trapezius. She's like, yeah, that was fun. Uh, is it fully healed? 
Yes, you oh, can okay. tell it's been magically healed, but it gotcha. probably they probably weren't able to like fully heal it at the time, so the scar is still very visible. It's good gotcha. now. Okay. Um, yeah, I sure. I'm sure I can stir the pot while we're here. I'm already going to stir it enough when we talk about the ideas that I have. So, yeah, Rosen tries to keep things interesting, but she's also an introvert. I I've been hoping Vokwa would do something, but she's so busy and focused on what she's doing that she doesn't have time to worry about things like morale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't know. I'll see what I can do. Maybe I can help a little bit, but I'll just right. keep doing my thing and see what I come up with. I'm just making this all up. That's do you think any of us have a plan? I don't know. Some people seem to have plans. I just feel like plans are great to watch them get shredded as they go by in the wind. Anybody who says they have a plan, like an actual plan, is either a liar or naive. Sounds I don't right. remember. Uh, I don't remember where it comes from, but uh, there's a phrase that. Plans don't survive first contact with the enemy. That makes sense. Probably Sun Tzu or some shit. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. Some dude from another world, I guess. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, Heard of war. Mm. I actually don't know if he's the one who said that. I think it might have been a Civil War general. I don't know. No idea. Uh, yeah, so... Um, Yeah, I'm here. I'll stir the pot. We'll see what happens. And, uh... I... I don't know. I'm glad to see all of you guys. Excuse me, it was a Prussian general. Mm. Helmuth von Moltke. Ah, yes, that guy. Ah, that name sounds <laughs> so familiar. Yes. Von Moltke. Ah. Uh, yes. Anyway, uh, she reaches up and, like, musses your hair again. She's like, all right, well, I guess I should do my job. I, you were doing here. such a good job until I snuck well, up on you. my job is to sit here and make sure nobody from the outside comes in. Uh, Anybody coming from the inside going out is not my concern, hence the blind spot. Uh, I thought you were supposed to have eyes in the back of your head. I do, but there's a lean-to behind me. Oh, well, should get that checked out. Um, I'll just drill two little eye holes back there. It'd be great. Perfect, yeah. Anyway. Well, if you need me to stir up anything else, let me know. I have recently turned into a dragon, so, like, that could be pretty cool. I feel like Rosen would uh, love to know some of this. Mm. She's always really liked you. Has she? Yeah. Mm. I know, she's really bad at showing it, but you're her favorite. Oh. Well, 
you know, if one of them would hurry up and kick the bucket, I guess I could take over and start a new empire. She's the youngest of the elders. That's probably not going to happen well, soon. Probably not her, but, you know. I mean, it's either going to be Morda or Gira. You know, Gira punched me earlier. Yeah. Um, and they're, uh... I felt my soul leave my body. So I'm yeah. pretty sure they're fine. You should see what your little brother can do then. Oh, God. Is he a moose Gira's... too? Gira's been uh, training him as well. Is he going to turn into a moose? No. He didn't tell you he chose his totem? Mm-mm. He has. I won't spoil it for you. Oh, great. Cool. More secrets. Um, well, it's a good choice. Oh, boy. And Is Vasco happy about it? Fuck no. Okay. Because <laughs> he didn't end up in the Tundra Clan. Oh, well... Pff. Who wants to be in the Tundra Clan? I'm in the Tundra Clan, you little asshole. Yeah, I know that. Again, who would want to be there? Yeah. Ew. Speaking of, I should mention this about Kit. You never got to choose your clan. Uh, because Vasco did I am a clan of one. <laughs> Vasco <laughs> did not let you. Mm. And you left before anyone could say otherwise. Um, so, Fuck you do guy. know that... Uh, Ren, as Gira's uh, apprentice, is part of the Step Clan. Uh, Rosen is the elder of the Timber Clan, of course. Uh, Morda of the Mountain Clan, and Voko of the Tundra. Kit, being a coyote, that doesn't quite fit the traditional mm -hmm. clans. You're part of a small group of very young people who jokingly call themselves the desert clan but there's mm. not actually a clan but you are essentially clanless one. you were born into the uh, timber clan because of your mother uh, but you never chose yours okay uh, well society well uh, so, this is Asana right well Asana uh, yes. I am going to go talk to a man about a tree Great. I'm going to stare into the distance. You enjoy that so thoroughly. Um, In fucking deed. I would give you something to stare at, but I... I have to stare in the distance, Kit. Don't have anything that's not destructive, so... I'll just... I'll just day daydream about adventures. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe someday I'll get the fuck out of this stupid village. Maybe. Go away. And right. she, like, hits you with the Butterbur spear. Yep. See it. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Bye. I run to the market, because I don't know how late it is. Um, It's getting close to sunset. Okay. Um, as you get there, uh, you do see the Constantian merchant uh, beginning to sort of, like, put his stall away from the night, though it doesn't look like he's packing up to straight up leave yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, but as you come jogging into the marketplace, he stops and looks at you and says, Yes, how can I help you? Do you, this is going to be an odd request, do you have any apples or apples? tree seeds? Uh, any tree fruit? seeds? Uh, Nuts. One moment. And he goes actually over to his mule. 
Um, and you see okay. he's got like a bucket of food in front of him. Okay. And he goes digging into the bucket and pulls out like this quarter-eaten apple. And he's like, you don't want it to eat, do you? No, is the core still intact? Yes. I will take it. Have it. And he tosses it to you. I flip him a gold. Like, thank you. You have no idea what you've just done. I have an idea. And he puts the gold away. You have an idea? You asked for the core of the apple. Yeah. You you people like druidry, don't you? I'm just really hungry. I don't know about you. You probably shouldn't eat that. Then. I lick it. And then I walk <laughs> it away. It tastes like mule slobber. And then I walk away. <laughs> you walk away really cool, just going... Uh, yeah. But you do have a a an apple core in a bit. So how many seeds? There should be, if this is an apple core, there should be five seeds. You probably got four. Man, now I can't make a cool pentagram out of apples. <laughs> Fuck it. You know what? I'll give you five. Okay. <laughs> uh <laughs> I am going to... So, is there, like, a central place in town that's... Or is the market big enough to be a central place in town? Um, the market's pretty small. Um, are you looking for, like, a wide open space? I want an open space where I could put these... Put these apple seeds in the ground and... Um, I would say... Like a little bit outside the market area, like beyond the ring of houses that sit there, there's like open swaths of like grassy land beyond beyond that that you can probably plant in. Okay. Um, I would like to. Oh, this is going to burn a lot of spells for tonight, but we're going to go to bed anyway. So mm -hmm. plant growth is a third level spell. I have three slots yeah, in third level. So I will cast it three times at third level and twice at fourth level um, to create a small, well, not small, obviously, they're going to be full-grown trees by morning. So I want to do the same thing I did with Sylphie, but I'm going to do five of them and space them out enough so that they can get full up top and like create enough fruit, but still seem like a clump like i don't want it to get so congested that they like rot and get weird or whatever mm -hmm. now with the with the sort of way that the space is spread out you can they'll still look like a ring of trees mm -hmm. but they're far enough spaced out that even if they get to be like the big apple tree that you created they're not going to touch okay that's what By, I do. So like, I will quite a ways. I will take my time and cast plant growth on each seed individually five times. In fact, what it'll probably do is create like these really pretty like archways in between the trees that like the the trails go through. Oh yeah, that'll be perfect. Yeah. Um so yeah, you you plant one, cast a spell, plant another, cast a spell. And as you go around, you can look back and see the others growing bit by bit following each other um and they sort of they react a little bit different to this more sort of uh sandy um sandy topsoil with like clay underneath it takes them a little longer to really get rooted in mm -hmm. um but uh, by the time you finish with the last one the first tree is already probably about like chest height 
uh, sapling, and it's still still going. You have caught a little bit of attention as people are like, what the fuck? What the fuck? There's trees? Oh, God. Yeah. We haven't seen trees in ten years. And, um, uh, so once I cast the last one, I'm going to walk into the center of the circle, uh-huh. and I am going to use my last fourth level spell, and I am going to cast Stone Shape. And I am going to create a small stone tablet in the center that has my name on it. <laughs> it just it says was here. It just says kit. Like that's all it says. It doesn't say like in memory of or <laughs> donated by. It just it just says kit. Kit. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's like and I, I was kind here. of want to I kind of want to make it so there's like a little bowl in the center so that uh, like birds can perch there and like uh-huh. d- you know bathe or whatever it's little, a it's a bird stone bird bath. bird bath and it's just got my name on it <laughs> oh god that's um, so kit though Vasco's gonna be is. fucking pissed <laughs> the oh, only god. reason I just did that is because of him so yeah um all right. So people watch you do this. They're just like, what the fuck? And then uh, like a little girl, maybe like eight or so, comes with a bucket and actually fills up the birdbath with water. Oh, that's so sweet. I have a bucket of never ending water. Yeah, but she she comes, she sees what you're doing and she just like comes with a little bucket and fills Aww. it up. There are not a whole lot of birds, like like tree birds in the Irakel, obviously, but there, there are birds. They're more like There will ground. be now ground nesters um but yeah you create your little ring with your self dedication in the center just grinning to yourself the whole way like vasco is gonna be pissed uh and then i just Uh, i just like toodle on home home. (laughs) yeah um i will say for uh marin um you and silas fell asleep like probably like mid-afternoon or so um, you do wake up towards probably just after dusk as you hear a light knock on the door, but Silas doesn't wake up. Uh, Is that for me? story purposes. No. Oh, okay. I will get up and answer the door. Um, it's set and on. you see on <laughs> yep. the other side, um, Elder Rosen Mossheart. Um, did I say what she looks like yet? Oh yeah, she has the yeah. she has the mohawk shave with the mm-hmm. the Viking braids she's, and the, she's half Elisir. Yeah, she's a half shorter Elisir, yeah. uh, with the bear claw necklace yeah. and the stone hammer pendant. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's standing there, sort of leaning against the outside of the house. Um, she doesn't wear the same style of robes as the other elders. Hers are much more closely fitted, um, more more like fighting monks' robes than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do see that she carries a pretty hefty axe on her hip, um, decorated with the stone hammer uh, emblem on it as well. Um, but as you step out, you can see her looking off toward the center of the village, where there are now five trees growing slowly. Um, and she oh, wow. glances over at you. How long was I asleep? Oh, God. Uh, a few hours, probably. This just started happening, Kit. Yeah, I figured. Uh, sorry, uh, just a little groggy. Uh, 
can I help you? Uh, I don't know if you can help me, but I was wondering if I could help you. Uh, I'm gonna close the door and step outside. Um, I mean, in what way? It depends on what you need. Walk with me. And she steps away from the house, sort of tucking her hands into these pockets in the front of her robes. I walk with her. And she just sort of meanders along, not following any specific path. Um, like Kit, most of the people don't wear shoes. They have no need to. The, and she wanders sort of into the, the grass with you. She says, so... You're in quite an interesting position. Oh, that's pretty mildly. Married to the King of the Arbiters. Yeah. And uh, a walker. Yeah. And friends with cats, of all people. (laughs) That's definitely the most interesting thing about me. I don't know what you're talking about. I think it is. It's, uh, It's hard to make friends with that boy. Well, I wouldn't say it was organic. <laughs> we, he was originally traveling with my sister, and then we met up with him, and I don't know. He can have a bit of an attitude, but so can I, oh, so. Then I'm shocked she made friends with him. Yeah, that, um, I don't know. They were very different, but, uh. I don't know. It was kind of nice. And uh, as you're going along, just sort of circling the village, not going too far. Um, once you're away from some of the houses, she looks over at you and says, So, this uh, walker business, is there anything at all we can help you figure out or I'm going to be honest um, there's a few of us who love Kit as family he's our boy along with Ren as much as he acts like a little asshole all the time a Kit not Ren but um, I picked that up I'm a little nervous having a walker near him. Especially after I think I'm one of very few in this tribe who can even remember ever dealing with walkers. Uh, when I was young, I came from a different tribe originally. Uh, Delmarig, not Elysir. Yeah, I'm um, trust me, I... I feel the same way. I don't... If it were up to me, I would have someone lock me in a metal box until we can get it figured out, but... That wouldn't save you. No. Or anyone else, for that matter. No. No, but I... Kit himself has tried to do things to help and I have some extra preventative measures 
I'm trying to be as safe as I can and Kit's his own guy he if I tried to tell him to stay here and to stay out of it I don't think he would do it no he'd do the opposite just to yeah. go against you yeah like I said asshole <laughs> but he learned from the best yeah I uh I do know bits and pieces, mostly, uh, about uh, walkers, partly from experience dealing with them, and partly from my time in Sigurath here, in between tribes. And she reaches up to touch the stone hammer on her necklace and says, as a disciple of Zerai, I know that it is her magics that were ruined to create such things. Yeah, my husband was doing a little research about that. Well, then he's very, uh, very intelligent to figure that out. It's not widely known outside the Delmarig. Zerai, long ago, when the Manamar first came to Atlanan, one of Zerai's gifts to the people called the Manaholt Order, the people who protected the Manamar, she gave them the gift of the Berserker. People who can change into bears in the midst of battle and fight harder. Such a gift was taken and twisted by other people seeking to control berserkers, and lo and behold, you got things like werewolves, uh, multiple were-creatures. Um, and part of that magic also went toward the creation of our people, the Elysir. Uh, members of the Manaholt Order who decided to live as one with their totems. And eventually it went beyond bears to wolves, to deer, to just about anything that walks the earth. But the Walker curse is different. The Walker Curse arises from a combination of this berserker gift and from ancient customs of the Giri people. Uh, those who followed the Titans before the Manamar came to this world. They used to sacrifice animals to their titan gods uh, specific animals for specific gods uh, hunters would give part of their catch to one uh, fisherman would give part of their catch to Toldonost and so on and so forth these two things these two traditions were combined 
somewhat accidentally, I believe, from what I've read. And the first time they were used was by the Skinwalkers, our unfortunate cousins. That was another term that I heard brought up, too. Yes. They are Elusir, technically. Oh. But they're far enough removed now that they aren't just outcasts of the Elusir who twisted our magics for their own means. They're people who created their own culture and traditions and now live in Western Amnoblin. Not Western, because it's the North Pole. Um, live in the Galler Woods. Um, sorry, you can't say West on a round map. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, they are... I believe it was them who first found the ability to kill something and bring it back under their control, at least in the older days, before things like necromancy were really explored. And eventually they figured out how to do it to people. After they bound themselves with the hides of things that they hunted, they began to figure out how to bind people to them as well, so they could take over at any moment. Thankfully, much of that knowledge is no longer in their hands specifically. They've been culled so many times that they've lost much of what makes them who they are. You can barely recognize them as Elusir anymore. They look more like wood elves. Hmm. But... However long ago this knowledge was first found, it fell into the hands of different groups of arcane, I don't even know what to call them, people who played with the arcane and the divine. And eventually it fell into the Heidelin cult as they learned about the Giri people. So now, Amnoblin is the walker capital of the world. There's not that many, at least not that I, not that I imagine, but it's very difficult to do. Yeah. But there is, there are people you can go to to learn from people who have dealt with walkers in the past, people who have perhaps even been walkers. You'll have to go hunting for them, but they're about in uh, Amnoblin. One of the first stops I would recommend if you do go up that way would be Sigurey, here, of course. Um, but I would even recommend going so far as Haven. I know that's the North Pole, and uh, it's difficult to get there, but the Sentinels are based there. They should have a little bit more knowledge, um, and I imagine some druids up there, if it's still not a fucking carnival of a city, 
they'll be able to help you out as well. I don't know what and who you already know, but... Yeah, I mean, I haven't personally met any Sentinels, but I know that Kit has dealt with them. Uh, I did wonder about something. Yeah. What does Delandane mean? And she stops. She looks at you. She's like, "You, oh, I had, I'd expect you to have known that." Um, Del and Dane, I'll actually show you on the uh, calendar here. Uh, you already know where it is, but um, yeah. Del and Dane is the fifth of Dothriel. Uh, a little over a month after the spring equinox in the beginning of the year. Yes, we know. Thank you. I was doing it for the... Oh, yeah, for the... I forgot the we were streaming. We're streaming. <laughs> I forgot we were streaming. Um, <laughs> it is the day each year that the Heidelin cult sacrifices nine people to Olgar Heidelin. Oh, yeah. And if tradition holds with them, it's also the day that they pick from those sacrifices who will become a walker. Walkers can be made by many means, but that's their favorite, is to uh, pull the ones with more potential, the older ones, and make them useful. Okay. Uh, hmm. The um. Do you? God, this is going to sound like Critical Role. This is a complete coincidence. But do you understand the whole rule of nine with Algar Heidelin? Uh, nine staves, nine sacrifices, nine locations, nine. Continents, nine leaders. I guess I didn't really put all that together. This is complete fucking coincidence. I swear to God, I came up with this shit five years ago. (laughs) I know you did, because I've played your games that long ago before Critical Role was even a thing. God damn it, Mighty Nine, fuck you. Um, Eyes of Nine, Mighty Nine, Nine Continents, Nine 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 Days. Um, Yeah, everything is nines. Nine is also my lucky number. And my lucky card is the... Uh, the reason your gun is called the Ace of Spades is because that's my lucky card. Aw. Um, that's cute. Whew, nine's everywhere. <laughs> Ooh, bitch. Ooh, um, bitch. But, um, yes, uh, these nine sacrifices are made corresponding to the nine locations and to the nine staves. Uh this number was chosen by Algar Heidelin to uh, relate to the four elements, night and day, light and dark, and himself as the master of them all in his own mind. Get that he was. Yeah. But were you one of these sacrifices? Do okay. Do I know what? So this this is just a long shot. 
Do I know what day I died? Um, unrelated, you died sometime in summer. Okay. Um, uh, but you came back. Uh, yes. Not on Del and Dane, but the day after. Day after, okay. Del and Dane is the day of the sacrifices. The day after is when all the other shit happens. Okay. No. Um, I don't think so. I, um, I was dead for a long time before I got brought back. I should be closer to 30 at this point, but... Oh. Yeah. Nothing more than a go. Yeah. Funny how that works. Um, and you're... You're not from Amnoblin. You don't sound like you are. Harris. Moore's Rest. Oh. Yeah. Yes, you mentioned that before. Uh... Ooh, that's an interesting difference. I, from what I can remember, though, I was brought back in Anne Noblin. Do you remember what the police was? A little bit. There was a vaulted stone ceiling, bridges connecting into a cistern. A cistern? Yeah. Did you hear about what happened in Toldonos recently? The tidal wave? Yes. Is that... Uh, Now these are rumors. The damage was real, but the cause is a rumor that someone summoned a tidal wave that missed the entire city except for a particular tower yeah. That led into an underground complex where the Heidelin cult was hiding. An old sewer. So potentially where I was reborn. Likely. Do you remember? Mm. What else do you remember? Not a lot. Uh... Honestly, I just remembered a lot of this stuff today, so, um... Oh, what did I write down? <laughs> yeah, I had blood dripping off a central pra- platform. There was, there was this... You saw a sacrifice. Yeah, there was this guy who uh, had a hold of this girl who... Honestly, kind of looked a lot like me. Uh, well, I, you are unfortunately right up there, Ellie. Yeah. I know. I Trust me, I knew beforehand. Uh, uh, I don't know if that was some sort of tit-for-tat thing. If If I took her place somehow, I don't You'd been works. dead for a decade, maybe. They traded possibly more than one life for yours. If you'd been dead for a decade, it would have taken a lot more than one life to bring you back. And a lot of money. Yeah, I'm having Who no are doubt you? What did you do? I don't even know. 
I... Do you know the name Altera? Vaguely. That's my family. Ren said Kit was after an Altera at some point. Yeah. Uh, my sister wanted them all dead because that's how I died. I got fed up with what they were making me do and so I put my foot down and it was the wrong move. And they put you down. Yeah. Interesting. My mother of sorts was involved with Cynthia Moore who mm, I know that name. Yeah, she's apparently a very high-ranking member. Not a fucking surprise. She's an arbiter. Yeah. And so that's how I think I got roped in somehow. But you happen to be in the right place. Well, the wrong place at the wrong time. I happen to be a dead person that they knew of. Well. One who would make a nice present for the King of the Arbiters. Your husband? Yeah. Uh, do you need help? No, it's... That's kind of how it started, but, like, we're actually, like, very deeply in love, unfortunately. <laughs> well, that's at least one good part. Yeah. If you need any help... Oh, Trust me, and I, like, whip my gun out. I'm like, I can handle him. Still. We have to look after each other. If you're one of Kit's friends, you're a friend to us. Thanks. I, um... I don't know where you're going or what you're doing next, but... I do think this... Sistern and Toldanost could tell you a bit more. I don't know the specific location, but I am aware of things like blood pools and sacrificial chambers that they used. Toldanost is only one of them uh, below the city. There's eight others in Amnoblin alone. Did is Sigurea Fear one of them? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I think Taldonost is the only one that's actually in a city. Mm. I think the other ones are better... Well, not better hidden, but hidden nonetheless. I know that there must be... They're pretty evenly spaced, so you can kind of make a guess at where some of them should be. But they basically ring the continent. Okay. I think they're evenly spaced, at least. It would make sense if they're trying to create some sort of circle. The whole point of the sacrifices is both to give gifts to Olgar Heidelin in the sick gifts that they are, and to give him power. I think I think they hope that it'll add to his majestic return whenever they manage to gather all the staves. Yeah, uh, he 
he can't come back without the staves being in one place, right? Elements of him can. Uh, less pieces of him, yes, pieces of his mind, avatars almost, but they can't go far from the actual staves themselves, and it's very hard for them to even manifest outside of them. There's specific rituals used for destroying the staves, I've heard, but obviously that's only succeeded twice. And that is dangerous. Yes. Oftentimes... Well, I can't say oftentimes. There's only really two examples, but both of the times so far, uh, everyone who has tried to destroy the staves has either been horribly wounded and scarred for life or killed. Yeah. And I know that the less there are, the more that it's likely he'll come back. Yes, so there's really no winning. You hide him away or try to separate them and people just find him and succumb to greed. Or you try to hide them all in the same place and eventually they'll combine on their own. I don't know what the cult expects to do once they do get all of them because they'll probably fuck it up and cause a second calamity. Or, or whoever else. Or he won't care about them at all. And oh, I'm sure he doesn't. Slaughter them, yeah. Might be the only decent thing he's ever done. That doesn't help the rest of the world. No. But Olgar Heidelin is not a god. So there is that. Yeah. At worst, he's a demigod. And there are other demigods still in this world, on this side of the Divine Gate, who can hopefully help. Yeah. What do you think about Senna? She's a ghost. Do you think she could possibly be one of those people who could help? She is... She is still technically a goddess in whatever form. A god, their soul can never truly be destroyed. At worst, they'll be sealed into the Astral Sea. But... Anything could happen, honestly. The... The Calamity was an example of less than gods nearly achieving godhood. And one mortal actually achieving godhood by accident. The only other gods who have ever truly ascended, like the Deathless Druid, have been the Raven Queen and, well, in a way Hesperus, but he fell and rose again very recently. But. 
I don't know. I, I don't know what her role in this is now. I don't know what the gods would do in response. There is a divine gate, but they can still intervene in ways. And then there are the titans who are still here. There is, there's Asaya Matatara who could help. There's powerful demi-entities and other creatures who it would be in their best interest to keep things like Olgar Heidelin from coming back. But we have no idea who will actually help, who will send champions, who will even care. All we can take at this point is people's word and hope that they don't cower away if it ever happens. Yeah. I kind of have chatted with Senna. So is Kit. Um, we have some weird lives. I imagined. But, uh, it is strange to connect directly with a god, especially a ghost, I suppose, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. I would be very careful. We don't know who she is anymore. Yeah. Well, I already fucked that up a little bit, but... If I may, what has she told you? Who... Who does she seem like? What does what she... What is she even doing? She told me she wants to go home. Don't we all? Yeah, I just don't... I don't know what home is for her. Home... I imagine after all she's been through... Home would be her sister, her, her family, Talon. She mentioned him, yeah. But is that on the other side of the Divine Gate? Is that... Yes. Yeah. So that's they, what she wants. Yes. I, um... And she touches the stone hammer pendant again and says, I am a lifelong disciple of Zorai, so... I, uh, I know a bit of Senna's story. The goddess of knowledge and mystery was wonderful. She was all about family and learning hidden things and finding secrets and creating wondrous new magics and that sort of thing. But I don't know what this new ghost is. If she even remembers what home is. She said she doesn't remember much. She knows that Talon is her husband, but she doesn't know anything about him. She mm. wants to remember. I don't... She's not the same... Senna, who caused all that, I don't think. Well, as far as we're aware now, after the explosion of the Sefenheit at the Monomarig, 
she was involved with that. And from what we understand now is that she is neither Senna nor Sanka anymore, at least not what they used to be. She doesn't have their memories. She doesn't have those awful abilities at, that we've seen of the rot and decay. But she still pursues the staves like Senka did. Yeah. Perhaps not as um, viciously. We're learning more and more about the calamity and what happened at the Monomarig every day. Especially us druids and elders who sort of keep in contact with each other. We may not live in Amnoblin anymore, but we still talk to our old neighbors. And I'm afraid a lot of people are turning a blind eye to this. You're wrapped up in quite a number of interconnected, dangerous things. I know, you know, but you have the potential to help, in a way, as you're going along. Anything that makes it harder for them, for the Heidelin cults to get a hold of staves and get a hold of people, anything that makes it harder for Olgar Heidelin to come back, Anything that makes the staves more untouchable is helpful. Doesn't matter who the person is, doesn't matter their intentions. No one should be holding on to these staves. If there was a way to destroy them and remove them from the equation completely, we don't know it yet. Yeah. But your position... You're someone that the Heidelin cult is interested in. And if we, if you, and I'd be willing to offer help where I can, if you can stay out of their hands, more power to us trying to stop a second calamity or a second coming of Heidelin, which in itself, I suppose, would be a calamity. Yeah, well, when you figure out how I can do that, just let me know. Trust me, I've been thinking about it. Been thinking about it for a long, long time. So is my mother, my grandmother, everyone before us all the way back to the Calamity. Who's to say it'll... Maybe it will take 200 years to figure it out. At this point, I... It's looking like it. <laughs> well, small victories till we get there. Yeah. And you can be one of our victories. Just getting you free. We'll see. I'll try my best. Well, on your way, um, if you need any help, Hjolmanir is always a friendly place, though. Your friend, Bol, I talked to him for a moment. He said you're passing through there. Yeah, we have friends up there. Well, uh, Hjalmania is a helpful place. Erska is a good place as well. Uh, Sigurefia, the Jarl there, is uh, pretty knowledgeable about this whole situation. And if all else fails, 
flee to Haven with the combination of the new, well, technically old Elder Druid there and the Sentinels, that's at least a safe place to recoup. Yeah. A haven, uh, if you will. Indeed. That's, that's, of course, at the North Pole, so I don't know how desperate you'll need to be to go there. Yeah. Um. But, um... Other than that, when you do get to Toldonost, beyond the work that you need to do, I doubt the cult will be based there anymore after the flood. Take a moment for yourself there. Take moments along the way. I'm not very good at that. Do it anyway. Alright, well. I'll see what I can do. Technically, my honeymoon was supposed to be the boat ride over here, but god, it wasn't boring. It was... <laughs> I'd never go on a cruise for a honeymoon, trust <laughs> me. Yeah. So You're not gonna find tropical locations up there, but... Uh... I'm Noblin, despite the attempts of the skull, despite the industrial age coming about in uh, Gerard Eldithas, it's still wild and it's still beautiful. It's still dangerous. Take a moment to enjoy it. And uh, maybe when you're done with all this nonsense, by that time we'll be home too and you can come for a visit yeah and let me know if there's anything I can do to help with that like I said my husband has money we have money I don't think money is going to save us at this point uh, adapting will save us at this point we can keep our traditions we just need to learn to update them as well well if there's anything that we can do to help with that too Kill the owner of the Holdron Company. <laughs> hey, I could do it. Revenge is not a luxury we tend to invest in, but we have no problem if Ket or his friends or whoever else just decides to put an arrow in that guy's eye. We'll call it a happy accident if it does happen. Yeah. A misfire. Hmm, yeah. This thing misfires all the time, so... And she tilts the barrel away from you <laughs> and her. Well, <clears throat> I, uh, I suppose I shouldn't go about my duties. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of Kit. Uh, much of a troublesome little cub that he is. Uh, he's a good one. He's not so bad once you dig under all of the thorns. Well, he is, but he's more likable. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you have any questions about Amnoblin or the cultures there, especially relating to the Delmaric, I imagine you lot have some way to message people. I'm here for questions. We did. 
we did have some way to message people, but we kind of You still it. do. Silas does have sending, he does? but he has limited spell slots. Oh, shit. I didn't know Back he up. had sending. He does. I found okay. out that he does. It's part of the great old one, Warlock. Oh. But neat. he has very limited spell slots. Okay. Yeah, that's a Warlock problem. That's that's uh, like a, a emergency. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, we'll get something to you if we think of anything else. Oh, and um, if you're going up there, and if uh, if you're keen, ask Kit to teach you Thunar. It's very, very useful. Thunar? Is that a language? Yes, it's the language of the Manamar and the Dolmaric. Ah. And a... Well, they speak an older dialect, but if the Malandrada waking up like they say they are, they kind of speak that language too. Huh. That's another fun topic, but we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. Much lore. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm getting pelted with a lot of stuff I know, right now. I know, uh, I know. I'm trying not to. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. But yeah, she like pats you on the shoulder and says, uh, take care of yourself and don't blame yourself. have already done that, so... Well, stop. <sighs> yeah. Just Even my husband should chat. He's uh, so too. I don't know. We know that you're a cooler, but we don't know about him yet. He's fine once you loosen him up a little bit. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway. Take care. And she turns and walks away. Am I out in a field or something? You're just outside the village in the grass. Okay. I guess I'll walk back. Okay. Um, you do see her, like, not go toward the village. She goes toward a hill nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get back, Silas is sitting outside the little hut. Looks like he just woke up. Um, oh, I should have left a note or something. He's, he's writing in his journal, and he glances up, and he says... No, I, I saw you. Oh, okay. Of course you saw me. Jeez. You were right out there. And she points to the, the field. Oh, I thought you meant you, I, you saw me leave, but... No. Okay. I was sufficiently exhausted. I know. I noticed. And he closes his journal and puts his pen away and stands up, sort of dusting himself off. You look like you feel a bit better. A little bit. I... Rosen gave me some places that we can go. When we're mm-hmm. in Amnoblin. Good. Yeah. He's not Scottish. <laughs> Good. Um, I'm stuck. Uh, he has <clears throat> a beard. <laughs> no, he's English. Um... That was more of a posh American accent. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) Josiah Trelawney. Um, No. (laughs) Sorry, Red Dead Redemption. Um, Oh, okay. He he takes your hand and says, well, um, we're going to have a hard time sleeping tonight, so can't you go for a walk? Sure. 
And he leads you on. Uh, oh, before, I would like to go through the trees that uh, Kit made. Okay. Yeah, you guys make your way toward the center of the village. Uh, the Can trees we... are... Oh, hmm? sorry. No, go what? ahead and describe. Okay. Uh, at this point, <laughs> the trees are probably... Uh, they're probably verging on, like, eight feet tall. So they're getting okay. there. Um... They're starting to properly branch out, and uh, none of them are blossoming yet, but they'll get there. They have leaves right now. Yeah. Can you guess but you who... can see them just slowly. Yeah. Dying. Can you guess who was responsible for this? No, I have no idea. Uh, when we walk by the little bird bath thing, I'm like, oh my god, he fucking... <sighs> he branded it. <laughs> Good god. You'd think, after almost killing all of us and decimating an entire town, that he would have a little less of an ego. But... No. The ego is the only thing that saves him from the guilt. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> ben was just like, what? No! <laughs> Alright, yeah, we can walk. We can keep walking on now. Um... As you make your way out of the central circle, oh, no. there's nobody really around. Mm. Um, oh no! <laughs> what? Sorry, my just whole body <laughs> clenches up. Yep, <laughs> spidey senses kick in. As yeah. soon as I say you're alone, you're like, no, 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 no. Um, no. As you guys make your way out of this little circle, Silas actually sort of pulls you toward one of the trees that's slowly growing. He says. Would you hate me terribly if I did something very cheesy? Uh, no. He reaches down behind where his pistol is and pulls out a knife. And he walks up to the tree and oh. starts carving an S and an M into it. Sadomasochism? Now it's, yeah. now, it's now it's a cake tree. Now it's a cake tree. I can't do MS though. That's Multiple sclerosis. <laughs> maybe it should be Maybe it should be MV plus SV. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Stop ruining my gestures. It's S plus M. Oh, yep. Now the tree starts sprouting random pieces of leather. Whips, whips, vlogs. Yep. <laughs> it starts singing that Rihanna song back to back. It's just on a loop. Taylor, he's your brother. He has to ruin everything for you. Uh, it's such a cute gesture. It is cute. Mm -hmm. Super <laughs> no. cute. I can't believe you defaced my goddamn tree, but yeah. It's his own way of saying fuck you. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, he... He pulls back and watches the tree continue to grow. Um, and it sort of like stretches the letters with the bark, but they're still readable. Um, and he puts his knife away and says, well, that was stupid. No, it was cute. I could stand to have you be a little stupid every once in a while. Because I'm normally the smart one. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Because you know it's true. Oh my god, uh -huh. this is disgusting. Shut up, Benson. <laughs> You're not here! Shut up! Just 
just because you don't have a love interest. Yet. Yet. We'll see. I'll find somebody. Mm. <laughs> It'll probably be Ziegler. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be so great. <laughs> and then when we resurrect Sylphie, be like, look at my boyfriend. She'd be like, you motherfucker. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> He was mine to hate sleep with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Silas takes your hand again, and uh, you just sort of wander through the village together. Anything Kit is up to? Uh, I just went back home to talk to Ren. Okay. Okay. You go home, and Ren is there by the time you get back. I walk in, and like, is there a door? There's a door, right? Yes. Yeah, I shut the door and be like, you are not going to believe what I just did. And Ren sighs. What did you do, Kit? I just gifted the village five apple trees. Okay, what else did you do? No, that was it. Just five apple trees. Make a deception. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Ren is very insightful. Uh, Good luck, Sean. Let's what's eight plus six is fourteen. Natural seventeen. Okay, which brings him to like thirty-five. Jesus. Um, yeah, he looks at you. He's like, "What else?" I made a bird bath. It's technically not a lie. Um, he's like, that was nice of you. Yeah. You guys need some birds in this place. Yes. And there was like this little girl that came up and filled it up with water. So now there'll probably be like a hundred birds in there tomorrow. I don't think word spreads that fast, but sure. Have you ever talked to a bird? Yes. They do nothing else. Wait, why are you talking to birds? You think you're the only one who can turn into animals and talk to things. Oh, so you did choose the druid path. Yeah. I'm going to become an elder. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Gear is looking pretty, pretty green around the gills. They are not. Uh, but. <laughs> None of the elders are sickly or weak. Just wait. And also no one's going to make a 15 year old elder. Um, so how, how much do you and Vosco get along? Um, define get along. Well, you're more traditional than I am. Sure. Uh, so does he like actually listen to anything you say? I can finagle things to make him listen. Okay. Well, then I'm going to need your help to do that. What with? When we do the the talks about making stuff better. Okay. Um, so normally you have to frame it like it was his idea, or that it fits with a certain tenant. Do we have a tenant about stealing from Skull, or tricking them, or like getting the better of them? Would he like that? Theft and unfair competition are. Are not, not great for like Rowless and Zarai, but if maybe if we framed it as like healthy competition, mm. 
So let me just give you like the basic rundown here. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a bucket. A bucket. I do. (laughs) I have a bucket. Uh, It's a magic bucket. And those are the two weirdest words I've ever heard you combine. You're about to hear more of them. Um, It can produce five gallons of any liquid once per day. And it can also create an infinite amount of water at any time. Fresh water. And you haven't set up a business yet. Why? I'm I'm traveling. Uh, I did make like, I did sell five gallons of poison to a person and made like, I don't know, somewhere like a lot of gold. It was a lot of gold. I can't remember how you much. You concern me, Kit. I, but what I'm saying is that if the village could use it, I know a person that could help you bottle the items. Another druid. A glass blower, actually, that could help you bottle the items and sell them to the merchant ships as they pass. And things like holy and, water and poison. And also stock people up on water as they're passing through. That too. Yes, that was that's part whether, two. Whether out at sea or on land, there's not a whole lot of water on this continent. You guys could be the water hub of Irakel. But... Vasco's gonna hate that. Yeah, but, but if we can use the money to buy the land back, and then also buy the land back in Amnoblin, you might be able to bring the younger people of the tribe back and give them a life worth living. Because even the old people who live here don't want to be here. That is unexpectedly smart. Been on a boat for three months. Well, I've been stuck here for 10 years. So, your environment must have been more conducive to uh, intelligent thought. Uh, Being bored on a boat definitely helps. I... That sounds amazing. Well, maybe if we can get this going, you can go somewhere. I mean, I, I don't... I'd want to stay with you know me I I want to stick with the tribe but it would be good to actually see home because I don't remember it at all well I can tell you that with the amount of money I made selling poison once which I know the tribe probably isn't going to want to do poison but just as an example, the amount of money I made selling poison once, I would only have to do that two or three times, and I could probably afford to buy the land out from under your feet. I'm sure we could come up with something more... Palatable? More palatable, less morally gray. Yeah. Uh, well, I needed cash. I was very low on <laughs> cash. That's, you know what? Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. So, but yeah, it'll make lots of things and it'll be better in your hands anyway, because 
my grand idea was to try to drown the world. So slowly, slowly, but you know, maybe I shouldn't have it. Probably not. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. trust you in a fight, but not not in long term decisions. No, I mean, to be fair, it's uh, it's helped a lot of people as we've gone along. But if it can keep doing some good, then at least it's not just hanging out here. I mean, even if Vasco disagrees, he's not going to be able to disagree very well once we start to have results. Mm -hmm. We could literally just ask people, like, what do you want to buy and just make it. You will have to use it probably to water the trees once in a while. That's fine. You said okay. the water is endless? It's endless, yeah. That's great. I mean, we do have a well that works just fine as well. <laughs> so that way no one's just out with an incredibly dangerous magical bucket. <laughs> it's um, not that dangerous. It can create any liquid? Almost. I so far I've made I've made poison, I've made acid, um I made blood once. Um That's dark. Well, so we so it's a funny story. Um there was like this this carriage of people that we were basically trying to like uh get them to stop so that we could do something. I can't remember. They had something we needed or whatever, I don't remember. And uh, I had my friend lay down on the road, and I, without telling them, dumped five gallons of blood all over them. And uh, then, I remember yeah. That. And then I pretended that they got attacked, and then the people stopped so that we could, you know, rob them or whatever we were doing. Yeah, I don't even remember what we were doing. I don't either. You guys, you guys were putting on a fake heist for Dana. Oh, to yeah. draw in Tomo. That's right. Oh, you yeah. stole you stole payroll and brought it in, yep. and Tomo came to find it. Uh huh. So yeah, I tell yeah, we were stealing gold for Dan Dana. Dana Fioras. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Well, where do you think all that gold came from? I don't know. I I don't know what she does. She's she's weird. I mean, most of it was sort of honest. It was technically legal. It was technically legal. Mm. And we did we did almost crucify a fox for it, so. Avoid doing that while you're here. Oh, yeah, don't worry. It was, yeah. It was a people um, fox. It was a, a it was a people fox. It was a Vixu. It was fine. Same, same thing. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I bet Gira would have a few ideas for what we could do that would... Holy water is very valuable. Yes, that would probably be something more copacetic with everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and I assume you share with Ren, like, the details of the bucket, how it yeah. has to be something that is liquid at room temperature. Um, mm. can't just create molten gold. But it could create mercury can create quicksilver yes uh so uh, the other question i wanted to ask him is uh, does anybody in the village have sending yeah okay That's i cool. 
am gonna if you guys are gonna need a glass blower to bottle all the products, we'll have to send a message. Okay. Um, and he has you write down like a description of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I take the hat and I like and show disguise myself to look like her. Oh, perfect. Then he's gonna draw you. Perfect. Um, um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to talk to him about. Oh, uh, I heard that you chose your totem. Yeah. What'd you settle on? You're not a moose, are you? No. Okay. Not far off. You're a deer? An elk. Oh, an elk. Oh, yeah. oh majestic. I, uh... Do you scream at the full moon? <laughs> it's funny you ask. Um, oh, God. Are no, you aware, not, elk? Not... <laughs> no, we're shifters, Kit. We're Elusir. Well... Did I tell you I'm a werewolf now? Excuse me? Yeah. Like like you changed your totem or actual... No, I actually have lycanthropy. Oh. Don't worry, it's good. I'm over it. Well, I mean, we... Kit, come on. We've got people here who have some other stuff. Berserkers, yeah. werewolves. I uh, got bit by somebody, so... Oops. Well, did you kill them? Not yet. Tried to twice. They keep getting away. God, you're useless. I thanks. To be I fair, he ran was... away while I was fighting a lich. So like, we did kill that, and I resurrected somebody from the dead. So like, yeah. <laughs> so you said earlier that your new patron is Tall Dunost. Yep. How is that going? Well, she can't speak any of my languages, or any language, for that matter. The Geary generally don't. Yeah, so she's a little hard to interpret. Um, she... I don't know. I don't really talk to her, because whenever she needs to tell me something, she just, like, sends me a dream or whatever. Mm. Uh, but where she gave me this ring... And, uh, it doesn't really do anything, but I've got it. So, I guess... And she gave me all these druid powers, so... I'm interested to see what, uh, Savaros is gonna think of that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I'm not, either way, Yeah. I hope it's working out for you. It's... It's working. I like it so far. Growing plants is fun. It is. And I can weirdly do some good after I kill a bunch of people, so like it feels more balanced. Yeah, I decided to follow the sort of at Lauren path, so Oh, is that who you're following? Well, kind of. I, I didn't pick like a patron, but mm. More of those traditions, and I don't know. She's she's the mother of Earth. She she sounded up my alley. I actually have something that, if you're going to possibly choose her, you might be able to use. Um, I pull out the leaf that Atlaren gave me. That is still perfectly green. Yeah, like Atlaren herself gave me this 
How many gods have you been in contact with? <laughs> the, At least okay. three. This four. is meant to be a rhetorical question, but all right. Four. Taldonost. Taldonost. Senna. Kenny McCambro. At Lauren. Lauren. Savros, technically. Technically, Savros. So uh, five so far. I think that's it. Six. Six. If you the... technically count Algar Heidelin as a mm, demigod. That's true. Five and a half? Five and a half, okay. <laughs> well, Mr. Popular. It's not and that he, great. He takes the leaf. Um, says, what does this do? I have no idea. Great, that'll be a new project. And he very carefully sets it aside on a shelf. It seems almost indestructible. Like, it was green when I got it, so it's still green now. Um, do I have detect magic? I don't know. <laughs> Did see. you prepare it? I have a ritual detect magic. Oh, okay. So I will ritually cast detect magic on the leaf. Okay. Um, what's the radius? Uh... The radius. Oh, radius is so concentration ten minutes, thirty feet. Okay. Um, the leaf just explodes with divine energy. Oh Jesus! It's just like a beacon in your eyes. Um, uh, you would also be aware that there is familiar um, a small magical trinket on the shelf above it. Um, and Ren is wearing something under his uh, shirt, uh, some kind of necklace. Hmm. Do I, when I do detect magic, do I, so I can learn the school of magic, mm -hmm. and, but it doesn't, it's not like identify, it doesn't tell me what it does. No. Okay. Um, so for the leaf, it's, it's, I consider divine to be technically separate from. Mm -hmm. Divine uh, is fine from like the arcane schools of magic mm -hmm. so not to be mixed up with divination um and then the little trinket that you recognize is a little enchanted like stone statue um it would be almost like a little idol um it would be of a like a black bear uh it would be your uh, something that belonged to your mother. Mm -hmm. um, and then this thing, whatever Ren is wearing under his shirt, uh, would give off divination. Okay. Well, it's, uh, it's insanely magical. Um, uh, well, gifts from I, gods tend to be. I have no idea what it's for. That's fine. I'll figure it out. Okay, maybe you can use it. That's a godly gift. Even though it's just a leaf. But, yeah. Also, uh, do you know... <sighs> well, can... Do you think any of the other elders would be interested in learning how to do what I did with the trees? I'm pretty sure at least two of them would be. Okay. Because I could try to teach them or try to help them. 
um, I know that's not really Vokwa's thing. She's not a druid. Um, but probably Rosen and Gira, maybe Morda. Do you know how to do it? Uh, no, I've... I've been trying to figure things like that out, but I just don't have the resources to really learn anything. Well, maybe I can help a little bit. Okay. Because well, that'll uh, give you a that'll give you a boost towards your inevitable crowning. You'd be the leader of the pack. Yeah, that's not what I'm going for here. I know you're not. I just let me dream. I just want to help. So help. Learning to grow trees will be very helpful. And that that yes. merchant in town apparently just has like random seeds that he can yank out of his donkey. So it yeah can like could grow so many trees. I will do my best to study, but we'll get into that tomorrow. Well, and he points over to where he's actually set up like all your like sleeping stuff that you left at home. He's mm-hmm. actually laid it out for you. Aww. Says, "Go to bed." <laughs> well, I'm making food if you want any. But okay, go to bed. better. Um, go to bed when I want to. Listen, Mister. I'm older. It I doesn't win. matter if you're older. No, I've I'm been older. I'm also stronger. Ha <laughs> ha! I win. You want to bet? Do you? You can't even grow plants. That doesn't mean I can't do other things. Yeah, but you should you should see some of the stuff. I'm pretty awesome. There's also some other stuff I can do other than growing plants. Like what? You know that thing Gira did? Uh, that you... Oh! Are <laughs> you a... Me. Are you a moose kicker, too? I'm an elk kicker. Oh, an elk kicker. I'm sorry. Smaller hoof. <clears throat> Smaller hoof, but sharper. Yeah. That's terrifying um why are you self-defense can you be a monk druid yes oh in fact that is one of the most op combinations i can think of so he's like multi-classing then yes okay okay huh interesting well i still have my staff and usually i don't use it so i've got one too a nice stick mm-hmm. oh and I've got this one and I like pull out the javelin of lightning I'm like <laughs> I burned a deer alive with this <laughs> um don't throw that in the village I mean I didn't plan on it unless you throw it at like Bosco's house yeah no I like his wife though I can't remember yeah but of. she can live with me that's true that's true I could just throw it at him that be don't you almost agreed. <laughs> Just because he's an asshole doesn't mean he needs to die. Because he oh, does do that's good things. That's how I live life. He does do good things and he does care in his own stupid backwards way. He's a contributing member of society. He doesn't deserve to die. I suppose. He just needs to be worked on until he fixes some shit. I, we could, I mean, I know some other spells. No. Okay. Don't hex our uncle. I don't... 
<laughs> Can I become no a warlock, idea. please, please? No, I just remembered. Silas. I could no, I could cast Gesh on him and tell him that he must do what's good for the village. You he does do what's good for the village, according to him. Yeah. But if I tell You're him still... he has to follow Ren's orders from now on. <laughs> I could curse him. Do you want me to curse him? Don't. I cursed yes. my friend. Why did you do that to your friend? She tried to kill me. Great. That's a good example. Okay. <laughs> Reason. Reason. Yeah. To be fair, I almost drowned her afterwards, so... Well, Vasco's never tried to kill you. In fact, he saved your life a couple times, so yeah, don't do that. I'm sure he has. <clears throat> he has. Okay. He kept us from dying of starvation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he actually... He may be an asshole, but he actually gives a fuck because you're well, his nephew. that debt has been repaid because those apple trees are going to feed a lot of people. Great. You can have fist fights with them all you want. Yes. He can also no drink out of the bird bath whenever he wants to. That seems unhygienic. Seems perfect for him. Um, Go to bed, Kat. No, you're making food. I'm hungry. All right, well, shut up. God, you're back for a few hours. I'm already annoyed. That didn't take long. <laughs> he goes back about what he's doing. Um, but yes, we will bring the night to a close there. And pick up on Vrosgar the 19th tomorrow. Yay. Well, next Yay. Time. Tomorrow again. Wee! Yay. I, wow, it's a session where I don't feel bad about myself at the end. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, don't worry, when we get into some Amnoble and shit, there's gonna be fun to be had. I don't mean that in the, like, bad for you, good for me. I mean actual fun to be had. There's oh, so yeah. many lore bombs I want to drop. I want to get into the Dalmarig. I want to get into the Skinwalkers. I live by myself now, so that's fun to say out loud. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I want to get into the Gyalur Wraith Forest. I want to get into hjolmanir and d and her story and fucking told donost and actual told donost and draws donna and whew. so many names yeah, the dawn deep trench is draws donna yeah what the hell is that that would be my pencil sharpener i like dropped my pencil in it because i have to sharpen it and it, it just honestly started going. sounded like a britney spears song just started up Oh, yeah. I thought sounded, I heard a. I thought I heard a like voice. A drill. It, it does like kind of. It yeah. sounded like a bunch of people going whoa, whoa, whoa <laughs> to me. Oh, I don't know. Um, but anyway, yes. Uh, thank you for joining us. Let's go around with all our shit. Uh, Indeed. At Lauren Adventuring Company, you can find us on Twitter at, at Lauren ADV Co. All our links are below for each of us, including YouTube, Twitter, so on and so forth. You can find us on Spotify, Twi- uh, I almost said Twitcher, uh, Stitcher, uh, <laughs> Google Podcasts, iTunes, all them fucking places. Uh, podcasts and VODs get posted on Wednesday mornings so they can follow you to work. Uh, Alicia, tell us about your shit. My shit. Yeah, AM Kelly writes on Twitter or my website, amkellywrites.com. If you couldn't tell by the username, I write. 
Uh, and I'm writing a book right now about D and D. It's pretty cool. Back to you. <laughs> uh, and you just pointed at me. I don't know. <laughs> on, I mean, you. on my screen, she pointed at me. Oh, on my screen, she pointed at you. Wow. Or at me. Great, Blake. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> hi. Yep, that's um, it. All right. Hi, that's I'm Taylor it. Wallace now. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So, uh, Blake R. Wolf, uh, Blake R. Wolf on Twitter, Blake R. Wolf on Facebook, B L A K E R W O L F E. I write books as well. Um, I currently just finished a fantasy novel, the first in the series that is in Taylor's hands to be edited right now. Working on it? Yeah. Oh, I know. I saw the notifications. And, uh, it will be coming out on December 4th. Uh, I've got a couple other books out that are not fantasy. Um, and I'm currently doing NaNoWriMo to write the second in the series. So I should hit 25k tonight. Woo. So that's that's me. I do stuff, I write things, and then I have a really snazzy idea for my next series. But I'm not going to get to it until 2022. And I'm super <laughs> bummed because I want to write it right now. Aww. But all right. Write faster. Right. Oh my God. He's already <laughs> writing. So I know. Much. I know. Ninety k in thirty five days is a bit too fast. I'm just gonna say, especially yeah. when you're doing it by hand and you're not dictating. Oh my God. Yeah. That's all. I think it's faster it, than dictating. Actually, dictating is faster because you can speak upwards of like hundred and fifty words a minute. Where oh, typing, well, most people max out at like. I can only do seventy. On... I guess it depends on how your brain works. I cannot coherently tell a story to... I can't either. So here's the funny thing. I can do it while we're playing D&D. I can talk a story and improvise. Yeah, but you don't have to talk... Damn pencil. You don't have to talk punctuation. That too. Exactly. Um, But I've like tried using... like I think it's called Dragon. Yeah, um, it's Dragon. Where... The thing is, is when I'm working on stuff on my own and it's like new ideas and working on accents, I have to repeat shit 40 times for it to stick in my brain. Mm -hmm. So like the whole Vosco's entrance, I ran through in my head like 40 times. Like how dickish do I want it to be? How, how long winded? Um, I I make up all of my books on the fly pretty much, except for like the three sentence outline for the What I'm saying is that in writing a new story mm-hmm. outside the context of D&D, my brain cannot handle talking and storytelling yeah. at the same yeah. time for some reason. It only works in D&D. I don't know why. I can understand it's, that. It's a different format. I don't know. I think it's because I'm also reading at the same time. That's one of the yeah. problems. Speaking of which, Taylor, you should tell us about your Hi. stuff. Hi, I'm Taylor. Hi. Hi. I'm the DM. My name's Bull. <laughs> My name's Bull. <laughs> uh, yeah, hello. Uh, you can find me at Taylor Wallace, T A I Y L O R W A L C A A L L A C E. What? <laughs> Wallace spelled the normal oh, way. Right. Taylor spelled T-E-E-R-R-R-R-I-F-F-I-C-C-C. weird. T double E double R double I double F double I C C C C. Okay, Goose. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yes, you can find me on Twitter. Link below because I can't spell my own name apparently. Uh, I also run Sonder Editing uh, with obviously doing Blake's book. Um, 
uh, uh, many books at this point, like several. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Short stories and books. Just wait. Um, gosh, where else am I? I mean, obviously I'm the DM here. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do this week. Uh, you oh yeah, too? I'm. I write too. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forgot I, too. I was like, yeah, that's that's everything, right? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm working on a couple things. Nanorimo's not going very well because I moved and I'm editing and whatever. Oh, but I am working on Rosemary Hearth, which is witchy LGBT. A uh, little bit of coming of age potential romance in the future. We'll see supernatural stuff. And I've been working on an idea called Northwield, which is kind of Witcher-inspired. Witcher uh, in space. Witcher. No, it's at the moment. I want to write that now. (laughs) It's it's actually shaping up to be. Um, it's shaping up to be sort of uh, Witcher inspiration with LGBT elements, witches. and uh, sort of a look at like witch trials and plague in the Middle Ages in a fantasy world. Uh, the main character, Amar, is a forester who, uh, as a woman, is not very common. And she's being charged to protect a potential witch who's trying to end the, uh, end the plague. So Ooh. that's fun. That's a cool concept. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, there's a scene in it that I'm really proud of that I, I'll i have to share with the writing group, but okay. we'll, we'll see what happens with it. It's about 5,000 words so far, so it's getting there. Um, but anyway, thank you again for joining us. Sorry for my ramble. Uh, we stream every Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so come back and join us here on Twitch or catch us on Wednesdays on YouTube. Or the podcast. That's what I meant. Or the podcast, yeah. Um, So have a lovely weekend. I hope Monday stops at some point this weekend. (laughs) I feel like it's universal. Everybody had a week of Mondays. Yeah. Uh, It's terrible. Enjoy your Sunday. Don't think about the day after. Yeah. Uh, And what's apparently becoming my sign-off is Ivan Taylor Wallace. You've been fantastic. And see you next time. All right, bye everybody. Bye bye everybody. Bye. 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 Turn off the stream. Okay.